Hello and welcome back to the Anime Boomer Podcast. We're back and we're here to bully AnyTube once again. Hi everybody, my name's Gator, the guy that runs the show, the guy that presses all the buttons and makes sure everything is working, the guy that's also usually, unfortunately, late, and uh, words I will not say on YouTube. But we have with us today our special guest, but first I want to introduce the co-host, Spooky Weep Trash. How you doing, Spooky? It's me, Spookum Weeb Trash the third here, and I'm here to also say I'm an original anti-tuber bully. Uh, that's how we met the uh, our current guests on here on the show on this podcast because um, I am an original, and uh, no one else can copy me. Only we can bully the anti-tubers. So it is, it is your God-given right. <laughs> You've copyright. You've copyrighted <laughs> making fun of anti-tubers. You better watch out. She's gonna DMCA your ass. And so we are here today to make fun of AnyTube. And I can think of no person better to join us on this quest than Necro13. How you doing, buddy? Good. I'm doing as uh, kosher as I can be, so... Well, that's good. I, I noticed that uh, you had a lot of notifications coming in after your little uh, tat-a-tat with... Uh, with oh, no, Jeff. those are never on. Those, those are only for people <laughs> that follow me or people that I follow. I did not see any of the... The he, him, she, hers roll into my, my menchies. <laughs> well, see, that's good because I've, I haven't seen mad online like that in a long time. But I, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. because Let's talk about a couple of other things before we really get into the, to the, the mother's basement minutia. Because that's probably like an hour's worth of stuff just by itself. But first, I don't know if you guys saw the announcement, but once again... You know, we've been talking about Netflix a lot on this show and what Netflix has been doing to anime. But once again, Netflix has gotten its disgusting Cheeto-encrusted hands on yet another beloved franchise. And by that, I'm talking about Oda's One Piece. They <laughs> announced the cast for One Piece. And, and this is the part, this is the funniest thing. The casting actually sort of lines up with what Oda wanted, except for... Zoro and Sanji. <laughs> yeah. So you see the guy on the far right, the guy that looks like Marshall Mathers, looks like Eminem. That's supposed to be Sanji. He looks more like Zoro. Well, he looks more like Enel. <laughs> that's who he looks like. Like, if they had said, yeah, this guy's Enel, I'm going to be like, boom. That, that's like the best casting I've ever seen. But Sanji, I, I just don't fucking see it. I don't see it either. Sanji is more of like a, uh, like he's more of a twink, if anything. He's really skinny and thin. Kind of effeminate too. This guy does not. Look you mean like, like that. the guy they cast for Zoro, <laughs> who's who's right next? See, it goes in order. It's Luffy, Zoro, Nami, Usopp, Sanji on that picture on the screen. By the way, I mean I'm Nami really, looks pretty accurate. Myself. She does look accurate. The one thing that I that I think will get me canceled is I didn't know who the black guy was supposed to be, and then um, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like oh wait that's. So wait, that's Usopp. I forgot. 
I wonder how many people are going to get canceled for <laughs> for seeing like One Piece announcement and then seeing the black guy and then immediately going to I can't believe they made Luffy a black guy. I'm more surprised they didn't make Nami a black girl because the uh, the redheaded rager is real, man. It they don't really want to see us I mean... thrive. Look, we're like the minorities of minorities, okay? I'm the minority amongst white people. Like, there's like, what, 1% or 2% chance that the whole population is a redhead? So I'm actually oppressed. So it's nice to see redhead representation every once in a while. Like, are they going to give Homeboy that has the dreadlocks like Jerry Curls just to play Usopp? I hope so. <laughs> That's my only wish. You know what? At that point, I think it'll be a 10 out of 10. He does kind of look like Usopp. I didn't know Usopp was, like, supposed to be an ethnic minority, though. I know, it's really weird, like, because, like, One Piece has such a weird art style where it's like, I can't imagine it working anywhere else but animation or manga. It's just, like, it's so it's so out there where it's just, like... Because, I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, you also have, like, the whole, like, every few months we get, like, a... Tumblr refugees pitching a bitch about like the like weird proportion size of women. It's like motherfucker, you have guys that can blow up like cartoon like and stretch them like as far as like the eye can see, and they can do all sorts of weird shit with their bodies. And you want to complain about like hip to titty ratio size? Like it's fiction, and I can't. I don't know how well it's gonna transfer to live action. I think Cowboy Bebop had more of a chance of transferring well to live action because they don't really emote and it's still like based on human anatomy and stuff like that but one piece is not based on actual human anatomy it's loosely based off of it it's very cartoonish yeah one piece is supposed to be like goofy and cartoonish and i just i don't know how well that's going to translate to live action and just think Mm. about like the subject matter of the show like how much they're going to absolutely just destroy that, and that's Wait, how are they like, going to make think... the bend and stretch look? Oh god, it's going to look like fucking Play-Doh, isn't it? I hope oh, it doesn't no. look like bad ninety CG. I think it, it shouldn't exist. It might be, um, dare I say, abomination. But I'm hoping that maybe Netflix will spend another like extra fifty dollars to have the guys go. Hey, can you make this look textury or something? And they probably do. Oh. It's going to look bad. like season one of Ari Freda with the fucking bad CGI monsters. Uh, speaking of which, I watched Clifford last night. Uh Oh, uh, I watched Clifford, the big red dog. And uh, it was very much a 90s like it was literally like a 90s like kids movie. Like, oh, so it's like Sonic, that. because that's how yeah. Sonic felt to me was that it was it was written in the 90s and then they they stashed it somewhere with Jim Carrey's name on it. Like, I need Jim Carrey to play Dr. Eggman. And they just stashed it up there somewhere. And then they discovered it like 30 years later and like, oh, my God, this no, makes so much sense. It was exactly that, because it was like if you could imagine the uncle character was just like the uh, the male lead. It's supposed to be like, you know, the wacky adult who's irresponsible. It's like if you imagine Robin Williams playing as him, it'd be literally just like a 90s movie. And so, yeah, the 90s are back. And um, so along with like wacky characters doing wacky things with, uh, you know, the uh, <laughs> adults just trying to function in a human reality. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was not very good. It was a. Uh, very predictable and like also i i feel like it, the reason why it reminded me of clifford was honestly because this was like a multi-million dollar uh movie production company 
And even then, the CGI looked really bad at times. Like, it literally looked like, they're, like they had to animate the girl riding Clifford. And it literally looked like you took, like, a plastic doll, like, halfway finished, and you edited her on top of a fucking dog. And it looked so bad. And if that's a multi-million dollar company fucking up in the CGI, like, Netflix is way cheaper. How bad are they going to fuck this up with the CGI? It's just, it's going to be bad. <clears throat> it's going to be bad. Oh my god, this does look like a fucking abomination. Let me bring this up on the screen here. No, it's, it gets <laughs> no, it gets worse. If you can find clips of her riding Clifford, it looks bad. It looks really bad. Clifford's cute. Whenever they do like their really close up like puppy faces, it's like okay, that's that's kind of cute. But like whenever she's specifically like he's in action running around and she's on top of him, it's like the last part of the movie. It's it's yeah, and also it's a big commentary on big pharma and evil corporation bad actually. So there's. There's also that like no no kidding like the evil villain in the movie he wears a fucking turtleneck a black turtleneck like most <laughs> most oh evil corporation millionaires have yeah it was uh it was that they never did a, a clip that won't get us like taken down like immediately mm, i don't know like can you just show screenshots i think sh screenshots are fine right yeah screenshots are fine that's what if I'm you can to find, find a, a screenshot of her ryan clifford it looks bad oh let me go to uh giphy because i'm pretty sure um giphy will have something let's see clifford <laughs> there we go it should have been like um an animated movie it would have been better but because it's like big hollywood they, they have no belief in animation whatsoever yeah it's kind of like and then well if you see like the humans in particular if you got like a close-up like the human model inside of the ball that was deflated uh, it looked really bad because they, they hired, like, this animation team to animate puppies, right? So it's, I think that's where they focus mostly on the animation, but just on the puppies. By the way, Clifford's a puppy the whole time during this. He's not even fully grown. Oh, Lord. Could, could you imagine the big doggy turds? They're going to be as big as that fucking tree in the background. The trees. <laughs> this is horrifying. this is puppy Clifford. <laughs> World building is destroyed when Clifford is existing in this universe, by the way. <laughs> He's going to take a piss and it's going to drown the whole fucking city of New York, which is where they did this takes place. This takes place in New York. Just imagine trying to feed that dog. Like how much fucking dog food is that one dog going to eat? Yeah, like you were joking like the whole time. It was like he's going to bore these people and start eating human flesh because that's the only thing big enough for him to eat or just whole ass cows and stuff. And he would literally have to eat a whole cow to fill up his fucking stomach. Probably a couple of cows, and that's just him It'd as a puppy. Probably take two or three. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna feed Boogie to him to, to satiate his appetite. <laughs> Hashtag sacrifice Boogie to Clifford. <laughs> you know, desperate times require desperate measures. The, the big red mm -hmm. dog demands a sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was Clifford. Um. It's a harmless kids movie, but goddamn, was it just kind of boring, predictable. I would give it a four out of ten. Uh, the CGI looks kind of bad, but like if that was if that was Clifford having really shitty human models. They're not going to be that great whenever it comes to Netflix, because Netflix doesn't have multi like hundred millions. Well, they might. I don't know, because it's Squid Game now, but like, I don't know if they have enough for. One they do. Piece. They okay. have enough for it. Listen, they're over there in, in L.A. somewhere and they they literally pay for all that office space to then get boycotted by 
anyways, but yeah, they have plenty of money. <laughs> you mean how the boycott didn't fucking work because nobody actually cares? Yeah. Oops. Let's see what the budget for this movie was. Let's see. Budget. Oh, I can't find it. I guess they don't want to admit how much money they spent on this fucking movie. Which I... one in particular? Uh, Clifford, Clifford the Big Red Dog. The Big Red Doge. Where is Clifford coin, huh? Right? Cliff Clifford coins. They're just, just coins. bitcoins, but bigger. But like three <laughs> times the size. <laughs> Let's see. The film made 2.3 million on its first day and 3.3 million in its second. It's made 9.8 million at the box office. But how much did, how much did they actually spend on it? Does it not just come up? Usually the budget no. is like when you first typed it in, it'll show it. It does not. Damn. Yeah, they didn't. They don't actually have the budget out there. That's interesting. Well, who was the company guess, that funded them? Was it Fox or something? Um, it was. Because it was Paramount like pictures. Could, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's how I watched it. Was I used the free subscription for Paramount? Yeah, I can't actually find the budget for this movie anywhere. That's interesting. Oh yeah, there was some weird contract. Well, there was some weird thing where like Clifford was delayed for like the longest time too, and they wouldn't air it. Yeah, they blamed the uh, the coof. Is what they did. You know what? With how bad the CGI looks at time, possibly. that might be what it was. They could have. Um, what could have ended up happening is they they aired it for people to see. Because you know how a lot of these uh, companies will like have like a, a test screening or whatever before uh -huh. they do before they do reshoots. And so they probably did like a test screening, and everybody thought it sucked, sucked so bad. Well, like, so then um... they just put it back in the oven. You know, you know how I know how old this 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 had to been written like around 2018, 2019, right? When this movie was first like a thing. And you want to know how I know that? I know this because whenever the little girl was like, oh, what should I name you? And then one of the like the names she came up with is like, I want to name you Floyd. And oh, <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> literally, it was like Yee. one of the names she thought of was Floyd. Oh, man. Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, "That does not age well, Floyd." <laughs> Clifford dies with a knee on his neck. Um, oh, rest no. in fentanyl, <laughs> King. Miss you. Um, Wait, was this never forget. Movie? God damn it! Oh, sorry. Ignore that. <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. I'm like also working on a video as we're uh, as we're doing this. I think I downloaded a an MP3 file instead of an MP4. And I'm, I'm just a little bit annoyed. But anyway. Spooky's been yeah. trying to download this one fucking file for like the past, what, 45 minutes to an hour? No, hours! Hours! <laughs> it's been hours, and I'm about to give up on it. YouTube's made it really hard to uh, download videos from their website with any sort of decent speed. So it's <laughs> you fuck up once, and you've just wasted an entire like two hours worth of effort. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, I don't know what they did exactly, but it's uh, it's peed me off quite a bit. But yeah, to but yeah, I I have no hopes in uh this, and we haven't I haven't watched any of the uh Cowboy Bebop because I think that's already aired, right? Or it's gonna air pretty soon. Soon, it's gonna air pretty soon. They have a uh, a little teaser clip. Let me make sure to mute this so we don't get him like immediately struck. But they put this out on Twitter. It's uh. They've got a scene from the anime compared to the shot-for-shot uh, -shot remake they tried to do with the actual <laughs> uh, the actual show, 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna go play this here. So it's him reaching for the gun and aiming it in the slowest it way at, possible. At vicious. And you can just kind of see. I mean, people that are listening to this in the podcast can't really see it. But you can really just kind of see the difference. It, like the lighting's totally different. Um they've got like the close-up in the anime, the close-up on the hand, the sword, and then the gun, and then it's just the shot of them pointing it at each other. But with the live action, it it looks really stupid. <laughs> Like, it does. It looks so slow. <laughs> it literally looks like, like the guy could have stabbed um, what's his face Spike. like a million times over by the time he got his fucking gun. The, oh the no, scene, he has pointed the gun at me. The scene has almost no like intensity in it for the live action because and this is another thing that I saw on this same thread is people were like, oh, well, maybe because of the lighting is not the same as the anime. And I said, wow, that's not hard to do. All they had to do is literally turn them and put some light through the the glass, and that's it. But they instead said, oh, we have to make this dramatic, so here's a blue filter. The same thing that they did with the the water, like they're crashing into the water to, to land, and it's just a brown filter. It's like they went to Space Mexico all of a sudden. Well, that's kind of like the chief complaint I've had with a lot of movies and shit lately, is that that's all they do. They put a blue filter, they put an orange filter, and then they just make everything brown. Like that, those are the three colors that you get in Hollywood nowadays. Look, this isn't made for anime fans. People will watch this on their own. I think I saw something hours ago where someone said that they had seen the early reviews for this, and apparently no one likes it. I'm honestly not surprised in the least bit, because it just doesn't... Never mind that the story is probably going to not be that great. Uh, even though they're apparently going to, like, rip straight from the anime itself for, like, the storylines. At least they say they are. I don't think but so. The one clip that so. I saw in the trailer was, like, Spike is consistently trying to shoot Faye in the face. And I said, they don't have that kind of relationship. Like, they they deal with each other verbally, but there's never been a time where he's been aggressive, like, I need to blow her head off. Right. I don't know. It's, Maybe that's just he's me. been like super sarcastic and snide. Like that's the whole the whole part of their relationship. He cares about her. He genuinely cares about her well being, but he's also a jackass. No no take on the She's spooky? kind of a snooty bitch. Spooky. Was Faye not your role model growing up? Uh Faye Valentine? No, I preferred my Valentine from the Yu-Gi-Oh! series. That uh... bitch can get some. She really can. I mean, uh, oh no, spooky, stay on track. Come on. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, hmm. No, I, I don't know. I just don't find Faye to be that interesting of a character, to be honest. I much prefer um the dog and um Ed. Ed was Ed is a great character, and she's not even in this too. Like you know, why, wait, I, really? Yeah, they're not in it. Not Ed's not in this at all. She's like one of the best characters. Did they ever like give a reason why? Because that that seems kind of weird by omission. I, I mean, I, I know child actors are, like, annoying and terrible, but, like, I feel like you could have, like, aged her up, like, a bit. Like, she could have made her, like, 16 or something. It would have been fine. Like, <laughs> how they get or rid just of get, like, a short, Just get a short chick to play Ed or whatever. Yeah. Like, how hard is that? Listen, we... <laughs> something... I'm going off on, a, on another tangent, but it just kind of popped into my brain that we, we live in an era of... We live in a society. We, we do live in a society as well. Um, we live in a society. <laughs> we live in a society where we are being marketed something for a new generation. 
for the for the kids and it's something like a space jam a new legacy that awful movie um it's it's kind of like that is what we're getting now we have sneakerella which is about cinderella but it's about sneakers Instead, it sounds and... like this is demographically uh, targeted towards a certain ethnic minority. It, it is on Disney Plus, so it most certainly is. And <laughs> and <laughs> but the other thing is like, and then we're getting this Cowboy Bebop and all of this anime stuff. They're trying to appease the people that have not watched anime beyond the year two thousand. And even then, there's a, a, a large number of anime fan, fans in air quotes that have only seen anime from the year 2016 and forward because they Oh, so you mean like the annoying weebs that can't stop talking about Demon Slayer. Yes, and the ones that have just discovered like this was a video and a and it was on a live stream of uh some anti-tubers, they know who they are. They made a a point to make a video about Love Lab, which is a show from 2016. They just discovered it last year. Love they Lab. That watch... sounds like etchy trash. Is that no, what it is? It, it is not etchy. It, it's just a little it's a little like funny show. It's about these girls that don't know anything about how to get boyfriends. And so they are like, it's just like slapstick comedy. Almost. Oh, is that the, that's the one with the black face in it? Oh, that's, that's pretty based. It's a comedy show. And the, the weebs didn't know what existed until last year. And they're like, OK, guys, this is kind of problematic. Oh, hold on. Oh, that that Gator found there it. it is. Yeah. I found it. <laughs> so, Holy like, again, shit. They didn't it's watch so anything before sister. this. And if they did watch anything before it, then they think that um, it's it's high art. You could tell them Trigun and they might say, well, I watched a little bit of it. But have you seen Code Geass, though? Uh, it's one of those. It's it's it has to be the most pretentious picks. I mean, like, I don't know, like, anime's so normy now, but it's like, you have to have, like, I know there's already, like, an anime, like, iceberg, but you have to, like, update that now, because it's like, Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer is a billion-dollar business now. I don't know if you guys know this. They have their own, like, theme, like, section of theme park in, um, what is it, Tokyo uh, Universal, Universal Studios. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's huge now. Like, uh... I, and then you have, selling almost all fucking terrestrial United States comic books combined at this point. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I love Lee Demon Slayer and I'm looking forward to the next season. But like, I mean, it's introduced so many new weeps now and it's just like it's normie terror. Like, I mean, well, it, uh, the it's best the monkey way, paw situation. I mean, the only thing you can really compare to now is like movies like because there's like MCU fucking trash, right? Marvel. Don't stuff, worry, that and, bubbles. That bubbles really close to popping here soon and that's what oh, yeah. it is eternals like, dealt a death blow to it but i <laughs> but see see here's what's going to happen I, I do want to get into the segue real quick because i have a lot of a lot of comments about this eternals Dang. dealt the death blow spider-man's going to be the giant band-aid but then the whole shebang is going to completely collapse when Ironheart and miss marvel and all of these shows just tank that's when it, they're going to be like, oh, no, what have we yeah. done? People are they're not they're getting burnt out. That's why back in the 90s, for the longest time, there was a period where we didn't have superhero films until this new MCU and the, the DC EU that they keep trying to redo and they keep messing it up. There, there was a space in between because people were getting burnt out on superhero movies. 
like they, the people forget that black superheroes, by the way, I had to I looked at this on uh, I think it was like HBO Max. They had steel on there. And I said, whoa, Static Shock, the cartoon series. Amazing. But we were in the weird period where there were no like big budget movies like the MCU. And so now it's just been running to the ground. And but they had a plan for it. This is this is my thoughts purely is that they had a plan with the MCU and they saw it all the way through. And now they're just throwing their hands in the air like, well, what do I do? You don't love to go to your favorite Marvel movie and see the, the good guys win for like the every oh. time for the millionth time. The last time I saw a Marvel movie That's in cute. theaters was um, uh, Iron Man 3. Yeah, those Netsco. So if you guys don't, if you guys are listening, this is a little Netsco like popcorn uh, oh, seller the, thing. The and, lolly. Yeah, well, the lolly. <laughs> and uh, and, uh, it's a really cute popcorn bucket. Uh, if Gator shows it, it's really cute. I like it. But goddamn, do these popcorn buckets sell up like crack? So I've seen several TikToks on it. And the way that people have been trying to get this popcorn bucket, and there she is. Is it's literally just Nexco inside the box that her brother Tanjiro puts her in, right? And it's her saying hello. But these these they sell out so fast because whenever it opens around like seven o'clock Japan time, people run to that line and it sells out probably within about five minutes. I could believe every it. day this Nexco box that's thirty bucks and it sells for like a hundred fifty to two hundred dollars on like eBay. You, you gave me like the weirdest PTSD from Anime Expo because when those doors <laughs> opened, I saw people Naruto run. Especially to the Asians, man. They yeah. like. <laughs> they, they, they fucking book it to get to the line. And I'm like, bruh, I just want to get my cute gun girl figures and it, then leave. You should show her. Uh, you should show her turned around like cause she's like waving. It's, it's a really it's a really, really cute popcorn bu- bucket. I would think about getting it if it was there, but like. It sells out so fast, and I, I think most of it's people not even like wanting to collect it. I think it's most of the time people wanting to sell it. Because overseas eBay. buyers will buy it. They will buy her. They will <laughs> they will claim their popcorn Mexico bucket. Yeah, look at they got them on eBay right now. You can get one for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, see, oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. But yeah, it's uh, it sells out so fast. But that's just Where like does an the popcorn example. Go? Uh, I think you open up the lid in the top and you put it in the back. Okay, because I was I was like sitting there wondering. I'm like, if the doll's taking up like this all this space, where do you put the popcorn? See, just just fat guy things. Like, where the fuck does the popcorn go? Did hashtag just? I was thinking the same thing, but again, I am fat too. I don't mean hashtag just fat guy things. <laughs> just... We need to have. I like ordered a... a popcorn bucket. You better have fucking popcorn in it. We need to have like a Twitter dedicated, just like a just girly things parody, just fat guy things, and like the the profile pic will just be Nick Avocado crying. But, <laughs> that would be amazing. But yeah, ever so often we just slip like pictures of Quentin in there with no comment. <laughs> Can we show that Quentin photo I sent you? I think you got it pulled up somewhere. I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I think it's at the like very end of this. Uh, it's it's yeah. literally like <laughs> it's a hotel bathroom selfie kind of day. It just and looks like the saddest guy. This is a photo of Quentin reviews on vacation, and he somehow still looks like the saddest motherfucker. No oh, is this man like in a Super Eight? That's a Super Eight kind of hotel. 
I mean, I'm sure Quentin like cheapens out. I'm sure he makes like so much money off of YouTube. But uh, he's a he's a really successful YouTuber. And I don't even hate Quentin reviews his content actually, because I like Garfield, and I like the old um, what's it called? Like you know the stop motion Christmas cartoons. The I'm brain farting the name, but you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like you Rudolph mean uh, Wallace and Gromit. No, oh, yeah. it's well, it's like that, but it's um, like the here comes Santa Claus. Oh yeah, the the yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and uh, Jack the Franken Franken Bass cartoons. Which, by the way, yeah. <laughs> did you guys know that's actually considered an anime? The the Rankin Bass cartoons. Really? Because yeah, no, it is. It's because the people that created the stop motion for the Rankin Bass were um were Japanese people, and that's why they have like kind of cutesy like colon three mouths. Like came from like the seventies. These are oh, all. Yeah. These are... I'm looking it up, and it's uh, was done by several animation studios such as Toei. Uh huh. I can. Mushi Productions and Topcraft. Wow, they're anime. They they are in fact anime. Holy crap! I didn't. Know yeah, it's that. one of those weird things that you wouldn't think about, but it makes sense if you look closely at like the way that they designed the characters. Is they got big shiny eyes, they got really cute faces, and they got like the colon three mouths. They don't always look like kitten like. This has completely thrown my world upside down. <laughs> That just blow Gator's mind and the anime boomer podcast. <laughs> you just blew my you just blew my mind. Yeah. Is... If if you uh if let me see if we can find like a good photo of like Rankin Bass. There we go. Uh animation. Let me find like a good character design to go off of. Let's see. Oh there, here we go. Let me uh copy image. Yeah, paste it in that to me. Uh where are you at? Uh there you are. But the if you look at if you look at this pic picture of a uh, baby New Year, it literally looks like an anime character if you like break it down. Yeah, it really does. Let me let me bring this up on the screen here because that yeah I, I I see exactly what you're talking about now. That is definitely anime anime esque. You got it pulled up. Oh, there yeah, it, is. it is. All right. Yeah. See, it's got like the big eyes, the small nose, and the little colon three eyes or the colon three mouth. Excuse me. Wow. The colon three mouth. Mm. Yeah. And he's got like the little like hair too, like the curly hair, because that's like those also looks reminds me of like seven seventies anime where they had kind of like the curly, um, what's it called? Like they had kind of like curly swooshy hair, like in the front of their hair, like almost looks like um cute boy style, you know, like if you know what I'm saying, like it it kind of looks like that. Uh, if I can find like a, an example of what I'm talking about, well, I know exactly what you're talking about because stuff like um like Cyborg Double O Nine, they all had that kind of like fluffy anime hairstyle. Yeah, here, uh, let me pull you up again. DM this like to you. Like Harlock, like Harlock here. Yeah, 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 or like something like this. But if you put these two characters, like, side by side, like the two ones I see, like, you can see, like, the anime influence on there that they had. See? And you pull up Baby New Year, like, you can kind of see it, right? Like, you can kind of see, like, the hair and the eyes and, like, the influence. Yeah, I can definitely see, like, the comparisons between the two. I never knew that was done by Japanese studios. It makes a lot of sense now. Mm-hmm. It's an anime. Oh, yeah. We're learning things today, y'all. <laughs> Which shows that all of our culture as Americans, even our Christmas culture, is appropriated by other by, Asians by just the, do it better. Japanese. <laughs> I ain't seen a single anti-tuber bring this up. That's true. You heard it here it's first. Because they're not interesting people. 
they're too busy arguing arguing over over the, the race of well i think so it's so character is actually oh, black man. even though they're white or yeah the, the, the you're gonna see jojo fans in air quotes start rolling up when part six actually gets around here gucci oh, gucci all these other like there's characters in 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 all of the uh the jojo's bizarre adventure stuff that when you watch them you can say yeah that character's black but when they get to poochie the main villain in part six they're already saying he's black boy are they wrong and wait until they find out about what's really in the show because um they may not like what they're about to see they weren't <laughs> they weren't well they, to be fair they weren't happy about uh part two when they had the nazis in it so i guess we'll just wait for that to happen jojo's also considered normie now yeah it is now i i hate that man's got yeah. fucking toaster for hair your hair looks like a toaster yeah, I mean, ju- and just from his name alone, um, Enrico Pucci, you know he's Italian. Like that's no, the whole no, point. guys, he's he's black. Get it? We got representation now. I, I say we, but it does not include me. I can give a fuck less about representation in in anything, <laughs> especially a Japanese cartoon not targeted towards me. No, it's got to consider all of its demographic, even if it's over in the West. Sorry, it's not like, you know, the Japanese make anime specifically for the Japanese people and then think, well, maybe we can sell this to Western audience audiences. Don't that- worry, I got I got too many rants, so I'm, that's why I'm like taking a backseat. I'm just hanging out. Well, no, that's good. We we love rants on here. I, I don't think there's been an episode so far that the guest hasn't gone into like an extended soliloquy about something <laughs> or another, usually making fun of someone else. Like on the last episode, we had Mark After Dark going at uh, video game donkey and matt pat and that was that was a masterpiece well you know and i i saw mark's video by uh like the one of for uh, death stranding and it was spot on accurate in fact i think that was like the first video that i saw of his and i said oh man i wonder if he's catching the exact same amount of shit that we were for when, when me and spooky streamed it with uh, dimitri and mm-hmm. there were parts that I was like pointing out when it was like The Last of Us Part Two, and I said, "But you can craft and set mine or like their mines, but you can set bombs, bomb trap things in the first game." But apparently he forgot that, and he said, "Well, now you can do these things in this second game." I was like, "But you can do that in the first one, though." But of course, the donkey fans roll in, and then they go, "Well, how can you, you make a three-minute video in a forty like thirty minutes? Are you guys stupid?" How can you uh, have a conversation three. about a fucking video? Are you yeah, fucking It's like the retarded? meme with all the stick figures that walk in and they're just like vomiting, <laughs> pissing, and shitting <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Those are the donkey fans. <laughs> it really is. And it, it is weird because it's like the, the YouTube removing dislikes thing I think is funny because I want it to be a staple of we, we did this thing and it pissed off the fan base so much that they couldn't handle that you would dare talk ill of their god tier friend donkey you can't say you can't take anything donkey says seriously because he's a comedian so even when he's serious he's not being serious because he's a comedian and you can't criticize anything like that's comedic guys because that makes you look stupid you big fucking fart eating retards take that well, it's like um, it's just like the mother's basement thing that happened over the was it the weekend, the last weekend? I don't remember when oh, it was. It's such it's in the back of my week. brain 
Yeah, so like he goes on the thing, responding to Super Eye Patch Wolf, and he makes this tweet that is supposed to be uh, his version of a joke, which if you have to explain the joke, it's not funny. So Jeff Thu decided, hmm, I should respond to this halfway trying to be clever and, and also halfway be serious. So he responds or he responds to Super Eye Patch Wolf with the serious part. Bro, dude, you just don't know or you don't know the true depth of its character and world building. Fully appreciating ReZero's majesty requires multiple rewatches. Reading the light novels, the spin-off books, the Ichiban Kuji fairy tale, playing the games, buying at least 30 Rem figures, and then he has one out of 283 because it's supposed to be a thread. Find where the joke is supposed to begin and end. But it's again... The whole thing is, is that I responded to I responded to this because it's been a while since I uh, talked shit about an anti-tuber specifically and directly at them. So I quote tweeted him and I, I pretty much go anti-tubers get your story straight impossible or just like something like that. And he blows up and he's like, oh, no, I got to quote tweet this dude. I want to make an example out of him, because if it were on my old account, he would never have seen it because he has me blocked. But he picked he picked the fight with Necro 13 and he's not stupid. He knows who I am. I think we confirmed that with people at Anime Expo when I went and they were like, yeah, we we know that like we watch their videos. We know what the group is. Uh And Jeff Thu decides to this is the move that he pulls. And this is what made me the most angry. It wasn't that he quote tweeted me or punched down. But he says, since there are people who don't know what goofing with friends is like. I guess I gotta clarify. Yeah, clarify the joke. Yes, I still love ReZero. It literally helped me come to terms with my dad's death. I what just a pussy. Re- <laughs> I just recognize I'm not going to transmit that love to John by yelling it at him over Twitter. And, and that's the part that made me the most angry. And it, it made me so heated that I, like, Jeans had to call me up and he was just like, hey, hey, calm down, bro. Because I have never in I've been on Twitter for like 11 years, if you count me not getting suspended. But I was on Twitter for 11 years and I don't think I've ever really seen someone use their dead father as an excuse to say that they love an anime or use that in an Internet argument. And of course, the the he hims and the she hers or whoever start rolling in and they're like, he was just sharing a personal experience. I've never once said, man, I, I, I'm in such a bad mood. Like, uh, the only way to get over this, this person in my family's passing is by watching an anime that's about repeated death and pain and agony all over and over and over again. I, I don't, I cope differently and I understand that. But it's also like, you, you, you got to re-zero and saw death and then you said, hmm, this is the thing that reminds me of my father. <laughs> How can I make this anime about me? You know, it's I haven't so seen ReZero, but I mostly hear about it being like waifu bait. And um, so he, he watched an anime with waifu bait and he was like, man. Oh, my God. Chiburu is literally me. I, I'm covered in imaginary girl pussy because my girlfriend who does porn doesn't want to have sex with me. Oh, oh oops. And, and you know what? He could have brought that up and I would have been like, all right, shit, he got me, guys. I submit. I'll delete the tweet. But instead, he came at me with my dead father. 
And I think I replied to that and I was like, I too like to use my father's passing in an internet argument. Thank you. Very cool. And again, that made them even more angry. And again, the people didn't show up in my menchies because I just have it set differently. But I look back at that tweet and I still kind of laugh because the people were like, touch grass, go outside. And I think there was one tweet. I don't know where it's at in the entire Touching grass scheme. is overhyped and for fucking weirdos. Yeah, I'm going to go outside, bend over and start fucking feeling up the grass because reason. I don't know. I think touching <laughs> grass is literally the most retarded terminally online. Like even like the term terminally online, like used by fucking Internet retards to make an argument. It's so stupid. It literally means nothing. You're going to tell me some fucking rando who simps over Samus, who like makes their whole personality. Oh Big over Samus is telling me to touch grass. Every like, motherfucker, you probably even ever been like in contact with a woman. Like you Every probably can barely tweet. like. Like these are the kind of people that can't even order a pizza over the phone without having anxiety attack. And you're gonna tell somebody online online to touch grass. The only way you even know that term to begin with is because you are terminally online. Like you're not. You're not any better. Better. Like. Like, when you go to the checkout towards Target, do you, like, have trouble looking at the cashier in the eyes? Because this is the kind of vibe you're giving me. Like, let alone fucking touch grass. Like, what the fuck are you going on about? It's so stupid. It means nothing. Well, Walks and, into the game, stops, spaghetti starts pouring out. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I swear, like, and it's weird because I've been... I know the type of people that they are because they're like my sister, where she she gets anxiety talking to customer service over the phone or even taking something in to return it to like Walmart or something. And I'm like, how just go in there and just, if they get sassy, be sassy back. I don't know. If there's no reason, like, okay, if I I've given like actual advice to people with like social anxiety disorder, cause I used to suffer with it for like the longest time, the best way of getting over it, like taking the initial baby steps of getting over your anxiety is actually looking at the cashiers and talking to people that work in the service industry, because one, they have to be nice to you no matter what you do. And secondly, if you don't look at them in the eyes or if you like mess up or you say something retarded, they're not going to care. Like working both being on both ends, you're going to think more about your interaction that they do because they have to interact with another person. That's probably even more annoying as long as you're not an asshole. People that work the cashier or whatever are not going to care. Like, I'm sure, there's sometimes there's mean girls that work at like the service industry, but they're few and far between when it comes to interacting with customers. As long as you're like not an asshole, they're probably not going to think anything of it. So if you just really want to give your social anxiety, look at them in the eyes because they're probably not going to care. Like, I don't know. Like, that's how I view it. Oh, so the other thing, because I see Gator going through the thing. The part that really got me like almost to the point that I was like, this dude is actually stupid is because he knows who Necro 13 is. And I've made, I want to say maybe two videos and like a live stream about him once. And well, no, two live streams because it was the Jojo one and the uh, anime piracy one. But oh, his was, stupid Jojo watch yeah. in order. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> get me started. So. <laughs> <laughs> that one was fun. So he um, he's like, you're going to make a video about it. Like, it's not going to be just about your one fucking tweet, idiot. It's going to be about your entire being as a human and how much of a failure you are. Like, I don't know. 
I might be not that rich, but I definitely don't want to be the socialist. I live in Canada and talk about American politics all the time. <laughs> the socialist, Amazing. Uh, capitalist. You he mean the same capitalists. motherfucker in the same breath almost would be like, I love reading the Communist Manifesto, but let me go on this fucking podcast with Digibro and a bunch of other like anti-tubers and talk about me making 100K a year. Yeah, six figures. Oh, Lord. And you are you are the fat cat, you fucking idiot. No, and he really wants to, <laughs> and he's worried about little Necro 13 making a video. I, was, I made one, by the way. It is made, but it's so short and simple that I it, it just says like I'm living rent free in your head if you think that this this interaction deserves a video. It's more of his entire beginning to end. Why is he worried about it? I have no fucking idea. And then there's people like, oh, my God, you need to seek therapy, get help, I go mean, outside, like not, talk to people. This is not the first time he's tried capitalizing off of his own, like, grievance. Like, he literally made a whole fucking, like, what was it, better help for you? Like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards or some shit? Yeah, it's better help. And he did, um, it was Yu-Gi-Oh. It was like, how Yu-Gi-Oh helped me battle my depression. And, uh... Yeah, by literally sending game. motherfuckers to the shadow realm, which is just a nice way for kids saying these motherfuckers dead. <laughs> yeah, he, it, it was such a yes, weird. I thing. too feel so much better when I literally send people to their deaths over children's card games. Yes. No, bro, I got to play with my friends. I don't think Mother's Basement has friends. To be real with you, that's like not even me just like trying to dunk no, on it. It's, it's truly like they don't like him. I can't. I mean, this this is all like rumors, but like I don't. How little he interacts with other anti-tubers really, like, tells you, like, besides, like, Super Eyepatch Wolf, who's also, like, a huge libtard, and I think that's probably where they bond more over is their fucking political leanings. Well, it's more I because they're in a group together. They are, they are the, um, their peers is what they see themselves as. Anti-tubers but, see themselves as peers. Well, it's, so, it's, it's clicky, and that's kind of like, I guess it's just kind of YouTube in general, but, like, it's, I mean... He doesn't get along with half of the other YouTubers that do anime because he's like he's a he's an asshole. Like he's obviously like super self-indulgent and he huffs his own farts. And nobody wants to be around someone like that. Like, look, I get it. Sometimes you want to hang around like the, the big YouTubers or whatever. But no one should be that pretentious and that self-absorbed. Because you're gonna just detract other people from wanting to hang out with you. Like like some of the nicest people. I met our YouTubers, some like some of the biggest assholes I've met are YouTubers, and that shit gets out. People mm -hmm. figure out who you really are behind the scenes. And Mother's Basement, I rarely hear people talk about how nice he is behind the scenes. Most of the time I hear people say he hides behind the curtains of like any convention he goes to. He doesn't hang out with other YouTubers, him and his bitch of a wife thing who does porn, OnlyFans, because they don't like they're just insufferable people. Yeah. That's that was a fact. Um, when I was at Anime Expo 2019, the one thing that I heard and and I can kind of halfway confirm this too was that after like the first day of like everyone walking around, like after he got whatever it is he wanted, he was in the premier fan lounge, which is like a five hundred dollar ticket, and he was there like the whole time. I think like, it was paid for because he's like an exclusive guest, whatever, uh -huh. right? Yeah, a lot of that stuff is um. It's paid for if you're an influencer or if you get um, like media or something. So he was not around the unwashed masses. He sat in a room <laughs> that had a uh, that had free Wi-Fi for just them and also uh, complimentary drinks. So and no, 
yeah, I mean, no one like I, I mean, word of mouth. No, he didn't. He he got invited to parties. Wanted nothing to do with it. Like it's just like he's he's like he comes off as extremely antisocial, but also like pretentious. And like he's like, hey guys, I too like anime. But like I'm telling you, people like this who like the virtue signal all the time to a certain demographic of people, stay the fuck away from me because <laughs> you're probably a sociopath. Yeah. And that's just that's just who these people are. One of the things I think is important. I don't know. Am I taking up like too much time? Am I like doing like a thing? Nah, we're good. Okay. Nah, it's, uh, this is great. Okay. So the thing I was going to say, it kind of piggybacks off of what Spooky's saying is like, you can tell who who's a, a good person on YouTube and who just might be a shithead. And I, I will go ahead and say that I think because people say I'm simping for Griffin Gaming, but he's just a he's a cool dude anyways. But Griffin does a lot for people besides like just like his fans or whatever. Like last Christmas, he gave away like a whole bunch of Steam keys for like um, Ghost Runner, which is like a, I think it's like a 20 or 30 dollar game. But he had like a whole bunch of those. He gave away codes for Doom and like all this other stuff. Like he had all of this stuff done. Um, one of the streams that I was uh, moderating for was um, a DSP stream. <laughs> It was one where we went to a uh, a guy oh, that God. well we went to a guy that uh, had gave DSP like a bunch of super chats and they were like all in Mexican pesos so it was like 150 200 bucks so we go to this guy's stream and he's just like hanging out and he was like guys you don't need to give me back money I was this is all business and like we were just spamming him with super chats and I he made that and more back. So it was like a heartwarming gamer moment to see. But again, like, I'm not saying that that's like the thing that you need to be on the lookout for. Like, oh, man, he gives back. But Griffin, Griffin is a lot like myself, where if we don't like someone, then they will know that we don't like them. Um, I don't think that it was a mystery that I don't like any tubers. What the what is definitely like, I wouldn't even say he's like a a nemesis he's just kind of uh, sorry I'm, i was gonna say uh, the r word he's just kind oh, no, of it's, it's, it's okay on youtube just not on twitter okay so well i say i would say special person he's a wheelchair symbol um where he he wants to be the i don't know in the anti-tube space but he calls himself the anti-tube boogeyman which is what people were calling me at some point in time well what the what's like he's just a clout chasing retard and there's really not really good ways putting up because the thing that's hold on, my fire alarm's going off. Oh, you're fine. Well, I, I know what you're going to say anyways, but he does a, a good clout chase. He knows how to try to game the algorithm. And if it doesn't work, then he's like, sorry, guys, I don't want to chase the algorithm. Like all that stuff. One of the worst videos that I think he's made that's still on his channel because he usually privates the other ones and he very rarely deletes them is the God of high school's opening is worse than you think. And he pretty much says, Oh, well I don't like dubstep. And I think it has to be executed properly for me to think anything highly of it. So I said like every genre of music, because rap can be terrible unless it's executed properly. Like it's such a nothing statement. But besides that, I, I remember him and a bunch of other people got really, really fucking mad at the trash taste podcast. Do you know what that is? Gator? Yes, I do. We've actually been uh, talking about it uh, on the show once or twice. Yeah, it's it's a it's a thing where the the big names in AntiTube come together, and it's just the Anime Man, Giguk, and Sea Dog VA. And there was a statement that they all made, and I, the the Anime Man wasn't really in it, but Sea Dog VA and Giguk 
of were course, doing their thing. Yeah, but Sea Dog VA was like the one is like I only see AnyTuber videos every so often, but they make these videos for each other, and they they always do the thing of like the hidden the deep meaning behind Haruhi Suzumiya, and then it's like an arrow pointing at something, and it's like a circle somewhere. And he was pretty much shitting on AnyTubers, which pissed off the AnyTubers, surprisingly. <laughs> I know. And they yeah. made an entire two-hour um, fictional podcast to yell about it because they felt like they were being threatened for some reason. They it were like, like, oh, sorry, guys. Bullied. Yeah, they're like, sorry, if you're not an AnyTuber, you can't watch this, guys. Yeah, that's really the message he was sending, you fucking Spurgs. It was, um, it was more of... Saying, Don't- don't take more meaning than what is actually there. Like, yeah, like, like, Dog VA was like, he was only saying, like, they make videos for each other where it's like, look, I overanalyzed Bleach. Don't you guys love this video? And they send it to their other AnyTuber friends and they say, yes, this was a good video about Bleach. I agree. Like, it's that. It's not like only AnyTubers can watch their videos. But of course, they're socially inept and they don't understand social cues. That might be a sign that they have the burger, but... I wonder if I can find the actual like clip. It might take a minute. Yeah, it's Someone about any two they really like trains. Yeah, they like it's so weird. And and that's kind of why I stopped covering anti-tubers almost entirely, is because they're boring and they make the same points. It's always this show is the most underrated thing ever. This is the best episode of Insert Here Anime. <laughs> One that really gets me is like the, is is this the overanalyzation of of literally a show from like the the 90s and then it could be a comedy it's just like the the deep meaning behind Azumanga Daya or something that was like the 2000s don't quote me but it's like something like that and then you just get tired of seeing it over and over again and maybe that's just a me thing but I'm pretty sure no one cares about Madoka Magica that much that they need the 10th video in a row in their playlist to show that. God, you know what this sounds like? Because we just did the episode with Mark After Dark like two weeks ago. This sounds a lot like the shit MatPat does where he just like obsessively tries to overanalyze the dumbest of things and it becomes this just like weird obsession of his to well, talk about and highlight this like one particular thing. Well, it doesn't even sound like they're having fun with it because they're, they take it super seriously. No, these are the kind of fucking idiots that are uh, philosophy uh, undergrads. Yeah. And there's um, and they're the, philosophizing anime. Well, they also have um, this collective circle jerk that they all like to do. Um, it's called a what is it? AnyTube Digest, which, by the way, they oh, don't like God. me at AnyTube Digest. I don't know if you know what this is, Gator, but I think Spooky might. But AnyTube Digest is run by a, a smaller channel named Shabes or uh, Caribou Coon. And what he does is he, he rounds up AnyTuber videos and then he kind of rates them in his own um, weird mindset of, oh, this is kind of a not so good video. And it's pretty terrible to this is an amazing video. And of course, a lot of it is really just like this weird clout chase. And he tries to be like weird and constructive criticism -y kind of ways. But there was one and he brought me up, but he didn't bring up my video. And it was the one about the Guardian. Um, the Guardian, um, they they copyright struck my video. They didn't claim it. They struck it, which is the first strike I've ever gotten in my there entire you YouTube career. 
I think I found the spot. It's like a try literally one hour and seven minutes. And that's just like, it's literally Connor explaining exactly what Necro is explaining. Connor Sea Dog. And like Connor, you know, I know we're talking about our direct competitor, the Trash Taste Podcast, you know, <laughs> giving them some our clout, which, you know, they don't deserve. Well, listen, um, they're they're kind of already on that weird level of uh, not really guys, an anime funny, right? Hentai's cool and quirky. Well, they're not even really like an anime podcast anymore. They're more like like three dudes living in Japan talking about their experience living in Japan. Like it's it's not <laughs> like the uh, anime pussy podcast where they talk about anime. You guys need to listen pussy. to. You need to talk about the anime safe space podcast. Or time on this. One hour and seven minutes. Right there. One hour and seven minutes. I believe that's where it's at. Uh, if it's not, then we can cut this out. <laughs> uh, but I believe that's where it is. And I'll try like. Okay. But like you know the, right. the the thing about it is they they just do it. They live in Japan, bros. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here's here's this part of the video. Let me unmute it so you can play it through the speaker here. Oh, podcastception, everybody! Oh, Don't boo! Don't go to the trash taste. Just watch ours. Watching the trash taste. Yeah, but I never participated in anything, and I didn't make the videos that they would typically consider anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No other community does this, where they try and like rank who's the best in their mind with content, (laughs) which I find really odd. Like you never see the meme channels being like, "Here's the tier list of the best meme channels." You know what I mean? Literally, the commentary community does that all the time as a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No one one gives a fuck. Everyone's just like, everyone's just like, I like Grande. I like this. Right? It's like. No, no one does this weird thing, but for some reason in the anime community, they are obsessed with like ranking each other and seeing who has the best content. Yeah, and it's, I it's, only just noticed it's only the energy. No yeah. other community does this, and it's so weird. Does the gaming community do this? No, no, I've never just, seen that. No one does tier, and and it's weird how like on the commentary outside, like, community wow, tier they really list. just normalize this amongst themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they really just love stroking each other's egos, and and it's weird because <laughs> no other content, no other community really does this where they like. All they do is like compliment each other. They're like, damn, yeah. that was a good video. It's like that business meme, you know, where like, no other really community business. does this. Great business. Great videos. Business. Great videos. They business probably executed. don't know about this. <laughs> it's it's, it's, to be fair. As someone who didn't do the type of content, the anime content that they you, considered. You weren't like officially right, recognized. So yeah, 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 yeah. You know as, what I mean? Okay, as somebody, I'm Especially sure if you don't you watch like, that much like YouTube content. about the anime community, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll break it down real quick to you how, how the anime community works as an outsider. And you can tell me if my understanding is wrong. Okay. So I made anime content that was very entertainment based. I would take characters and do weird stuff with them like prank yeah. ball, right? The anime community has uh, uh, two types of videos that they consider anime content. If you see a tier list, likely anything else that is not this will be ranked lower. And that's reviews or analytical videos, mm. right? Yeah. And what, I, what I mean by that is obviously reviews of shows. If you review shows. They're, they're or episodes. Ki- or episodes or manga, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah and analytical videos where you do that shit that you did in English class where you break down why the curtains are blue. You basically uh, write an essay. Yeah, you write yeah, a 20 yeah, yeah. video and, 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 you know- Search for meaning Deku, in things uh, that don't fists, have meanings. You know, in the appropriate <laughs> way that he does, right? It's how Deku mastered his fisting technique. Yeah. 20, 20 minute video, yeah, red yeah, circles, yeah. right? Like it's that type of content where they like, or like the logic of, uh, Harry Suzumiya. It'll, have a, it'll yeah. have a title like that, right? Yeah. It'll yeah. be ba- basically you gotta talk about a specific show, or you talk gotta talk mm-hmm. about anime shows in general. And it, and it's a really strange obsession where amongst themselves, all these like small YouTubers, or like I'd say between ten and hundred k, 
Yeah. They, they are obsessed with doing these videos and who can do the best of these videos yeah. and ranking. And yeah. it's so odd looking from the outside in. It, it's just like, it's weird watching them fight over this. And yeah. it's like, what's happening? Like, this has gone beyond like criticizing each other's work to a point of like extremes, I think. Like yeah. it's gotten really Sucking each other off in the comments. comments. And they don't really, they don't, yeah, it's a giant circle. It's a circle jerk, jerk right? And, and they don't yeah. really recognize any other type of content. And I'm okay with yeah. that because the, I think what it comes down to most is that most people who make videos, I'd say most YouTubers make it to serve the audience or yeah. to make a content for the audience. Yeah. yeah. These YouTubers That's why in the anime here. community make content for each other. Yeah. And yeah. to be appra uh -oh. like appraised by you can't each other. just say that content like, you know, if 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 Giga gives me the A plus on my video, it's it's <laughs> that's all I ever wanted, right? It's, I passed yeah, yeah. this semester. Exactly. Because <laughs> obviously I want to be validated by my peers. Yeah. Who doesn't, right? But that's not the only thing I wanted when I was starting to make content. No, for these for these NHUs it's the be all end all, right? That's no. I, I the sense I could be wrong, and I'm sure a lot of them would disagree, but yeah. from the outside looking at it, it seems like I, I actually totally agree with you. And I I, I don't think it's just the uh -oh. anime, anime YouTube uh, scene I've seen it specifically, or at least like oh, the, really? uh, okay. the YouTube community, because I remember I had a very similar experience when I first started dipping my toes into the abridging community. Now this ah. was this was all the way back back in the day when abridging was like the shit. Yeah. Everyone wanted to be like team four star. <laughs> Everyone was making their own much abridged content. Story. Everyone had like the, you got the a lot of, of it. different. Yeah, oh. this is just gonna go going about how he was a uh, an anti. What was it called? Abridged series wannabe. Yeah, yeah but card games on motorcycles. <laughs> but you know that's. Like Connor said, is 100% accurate. And the anti-tubers got mad and made a fake two-hour podcast to talk about it. And then they got ass-blasted in the, the ratio and the whatever. It's great. I loved it. Every single second of their salt. Yeah, he's, he was unironically correct. You know, I was kind of giving them a little shit at the beginning. But no, he was he's absolutely right. No, like, I think Connor was super fair in his, like... And he wasn't even being, like, mean about it. He was just saying, yeah, this is what I see and how people interact in the anime community any too specifically and he's like was pretty dead on like how he's because again it's like the, the important factoid of like they don't make they don't make videos for audiences they make videos for each other which is like super narcissistic and yeah. it's and when you go to something like the anti-tube digest what like no matter which one it is you'll see the anti-tubers that he talks about because again he he really kind of like softballs them or whatever and then they'll show up in the comments and be like, this is a great video. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks for the feedback. Yeah, it's, there's YouTube channels weird. dedicated to ranking other anti-tubers videos. And it's it's so strange. Like <laughs> it's it's fucking strange. Like like you don't even see that in the commentary community of like like I'm gonna rank uh Augie RFC versus Bo Blacks, you know, topic of talking about Pokemane. Like who talked about Pokemon the most thoroughly and most educated? It's it's fucking. Who analyzed weird. her fart compilation the best? Yeah, obviously you <laughs> yeah. can tell that her farts start to spike right here at the three second mark, like something like that. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's strange. <laughs> but you could like, tell that she had beans for dinner because her fart was much louder in this this stream. You can but, you see know, like, her jump up from her her gaming chair just a little bit. By the way, okay. I never usually get brought up on the AnyTube Digest. Like I said, the Guardian was like when they copyright struck my video, like after that got cleared up because the guy was really fucking snarky with me in emails. Um, I got it back. But when the AnyTube Digest thing happened um, and even the Neuralities video, which I'm sure many people have seen, 
uh, when when both of those things happened, he never he never wanted to show my video because, of course, he's already talking about the one. And also, I don't make any two content like that anyways. But he was like, well, I feel like The Guardian had a lot of good things that they were trying to to educate people on. I said, no, they weren't. They were saying black anime fans um, literally catch the shit end of the stick and they generally don't. And then they use one of my pictures in their video, which is why I got mad in the first place. Um, and then the the neuralities thing is where it, it, you might you might know this. It was like the dragon made thing. And then they said, well, liking lollies is the same as minstrel shows in the South. And I said, wow, I don't need to listen to anything else you're saying. Like <laughs> it's the neuralities like, thing was so funny because everybody found her uh, her Tumblr. liking pictures of Deku and uh <laughs> And, and and Bakugo and shit and you like know what? that. She has a hundred thousand subs. I I'm like again, and people were like, "Well, Necro, what's your ultimate goal on YouTube? To have fun? Neuralities is literally showing me that if if I pander to the lowest common denominator and say top ten ish gender nonconforming characters, that I could get a hundred thousand views and maybe a hundred thousand subs. Oops, I problematic actually. You know, it, well, the people. And by the way, the people that she says are. Uh, gender non-conforming characters literally cross just once in a comedic scene. I, I'm not kidding. Um, mm -hmm. But the Neuralities thing was was really strange because it kind of showed that the anime community, the anime two people, don't care about they don't care about anime. They care about the 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 perception around the anime community. Everything has to be a community with them. If if it's not their way, then you're being problematic. And that's why people like um, what the what and Crafts Dwarf, you remember Spooky, one of their streams was um, uh, we, we live in a patriarchal society. And I said <laughs> it was like the weirdest, most out of body experience I think I've had on YouTube. They, they both look they're both like um, these these two guys in particular. You know, we, we don't like the body shame over in the anime. Oh, I will. <laughs> but they look like gremlins like they look like and they're huge simps for love life. Like they're like the biggest love life autist out there. And they're like one looks like Burt Krillin. One looks like a fucking like a slug creature. I don't know. They, they look like gremlins like it's pretty. uh pretty bad actually i don't know i love that tweet by the way here's that attention you ordered and it was all free it cost me zero fucking dollars to go on oh, twitter wait. and catch his attention by the way i didn't know i didn't know jeff had pronouns in his bio that oh, must yeah. have been a new thing that's hilarious again when you're trying to why, get he's the... such a fucking weird soy creature that we can't really <laughs> determine his gender is this what he's trying well, to tell us i i most certainly hope that's the case but again this is what the the new anti-tube community is and why it's not fun to even remotely talk about them because it's it makes people think that I'm like, oh, my God, these SJWs. But it's more of just like three uh, special people that really want to be noticed for being stupid. And then they wave their hands around and they, they do a dance and they like, please notice me. That's well, like what also this is also what a thing is. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But another thing that Jeff used to do specifically was he used to make the the most dumbass reach of a take on Twitter because he knew that would drive up controversy. And then he would release a video about a few days later about the whatever he was talking about. And he's done this. He did that so many times and he was like cloud chasing in particular. But now I think he almost has a million subs, if not a million. So yeah, I think so it's good. He has 1.21 million. Yeah, so he doesn't do that anymore. But before, when he didn't reach a million, he used to be like, 
uh, Goblin Slayer is about rape, and it's bad, actually, because you can't show rape in an anime because it's bad. And they make a Goblin Slayer video, like, a few days after, but he doesn't do that anymore. And I feel oh, like yeah, that's by the way, difference. I love that video that I did about um, Mother's Basement on that, because uh, he's like, oh, well, he's inaccurate all the way down to the title. Um, no. And I didn't even do a full video about his video either. I was like, you don't deserve it. When you stop acting like a special boy, then you can, you know, get one, I guess. God, like, uh, it's hurting it's me It's like physically. the Vosh thing, right? Where he just goes out and he just says something completely stupid. And then just immediately walks it back, like, a couple minutes later. But they always do that. Like, they throw, like, these shitty bait posts out there to get attention. And then they get all of the attention that they want. And then they're like, oh, well, actually, you know, whatever. Mm. And it's... Like, I see this happen all the fucking time. It's just like this left-wing Twitter thing where they just they go out there, say the most asinine shit that they know people are going to, like, dunk on them for, and then immediately, like, walk it back or, like, try to reword it or relitigate it in a way to be like, well, actually, you're just too stupid to understand what I was talking about. Yeah, it's like disgusting smugness. Yeah, like, it's the smug. That's that's exactly what I was trying to describe. It's just this like air of of like I'm so much better than you. It's arrogant oh, and it's disgusting. And it used to be a lot more prevalent. Now it's like they don't do that as much anymore. Maybe because it doesn't like get people to watch your videos. Working. The bullying well, is working. The more you I, fuck with them and laugh at them, the less likely they are to try to pull like the smug card. And they try to do this like unironic like ducking into the meme. Well, like, I don't, that's the thing. I don't even know if it's that because, like, I was watching, I, I was watching our competitor, the Trash Taste podcast, you know, that those clout chasing retards, uh, not us. Uh, but, like, it, um, the anime man in We're particular. Clout chasing autists. There's a difference. <laughs> well, like, the anime man in particular, we, he used to be another big bully target between me and, like, Necro. But he would, even he admitted, I don't think he's, like, a huge, like, leftist or anything, but he admitted that he used to rage bait and say dumbass takes to get people pissed off and get him to watch his videos. But he doesn't do that anymore, because I don't think that gets you as much views on YouTube, like, post, like, 2018, actually. So that's why they haven't been doing it as often. So I, I think what really is, like, huge and booming now in, like, the anime community is doing stuff that is based on, like, Mr. Beast, like, buying, like, a bunch of stupid fucking products and trying them all out. Uh, within 24 hours or being a vlogger in Japan or going to a boys cafe as a cis straight male. Oh, whoa. <laughs> and it's it's stuff like that that I feel like they're more focusing on because people just don't give a shit about anime reviews anymore. I, they don't. And maybe they've gotten to the point, too, that I think most people have is why do I need this weird guy on the Internet's opinion about what I should or shouldn't watch? And And it's weird to me because it's like you said, they... They've stopped doing almost everything that's anime related. And even when you look at someone like the anime man, like if you look at any of his videos recently, I think most of them are uh, something very vlog like and they're very much not anime directly. It'll be like, I tried recreating the slime isekai anime and failed all caps. I tried drinking every weird flavored soda in Japan. And occasionally oh. you'll get something like, is Skelter Heaven the worst anime ever made? The scariest horror manga you've never read. So it's not even really anime reviews. It's him talking about weird niche shit. Like, it's uh -huh. just like, 
But like his most like viewed video in the past like few months is him doing a ranking video with PewDiePie. Yeah, anytime that you have another like other YouTubers that are obviously they have more character than than he does. Um, th those are usually the ones that get the views. So like I asked massive YouTubers to try this impossible Japan quiz. That one got 2 million views. The ones before that was like, I met and confronted the creator of Redo of Hill. First of all, he didn't confront him. He got his ass blown no. out. And also like, I spent a day with a real ex Yakuza member in Japan. Well, I think the thing with like, I think the thing with like uh, the anime man in particular, because he's a fucking coomer, I think he just wants to review hentai. But reviewing hentai is not profitable on YouTube because obvious reasons. So all of his like top view stuff is like he tries to he tries to censor through like porn star and hentai and like weird cursive lettering like like people couldn't tell what the fuck he's talking about. But I feel like that's what he really wants to focus on. But it's that not profitable. Music career that's not really all that good either. Whoops, sorry I didn't say that out loud. Oh, he's a terrible singer. Like he's awful. His, um, what is it? I Ikuru? His his fucking weird Spotify artist. Oh, like bro, I make good music. Please listen I, to me. I think he. I think what he want. I think that he tried. I think he tried doing George Miller's thing, where he's like, "Oh, I'm also Australian Japanese. I can also come up with a you know a musician persona, and and become a world famous pop star." Um, <laughs> that's what I. That's where I got like the vibes from. It. It's. It's. But doesn't he like a like a lo-fi rapper too? It was. Um, is bad. Yeah, it's he, really bad. He does uh, an awful lot. Uh, Gator, did you know about um, Gigguk's wife? Oh, no. Um, We've Gigguk's talked wife. about Gigguk's wife on yeah, the, the podcast in the past. She's a VTuber, too, that people. I love talking about Gigguk's wife. She is a sociopath, she's, literally. She's a crazy bitch. She's like the craziest fucking bitch. I think I've. I like, she would cut. I think she literally cut Gigguk's dick off. So I guess if he had to explain to people that are watching. Um, um, you know what, so, by the way, I'm going to put out a personal statement, by the way. I hate VTubers. There you go. Except so you for are a VTuber. You kind a VTuber. of. In, in, a, oh, in God, a very basic sense. Her face. Let me pull um, this up. This is, this is her. Oh. Uh, yeah, she's... She's, <laughs> she's crazy. Yeah, she uh, you can just look, just look at her fucking eyes. Yeah, look at she's her fucking the, eyes uh, and you can see it. You can see she's it. She's the VTuber. He, Hime Hajime, who was on V Shoujo along with uh, Project Melody and other um, E-Thought girls, whoever you want to call them. Um, that's where we are. Um, I actually learned about something today that kind of made me, um, I mean, I wasn't happy anyways, learning about it, but, um, Project Melody did a chatterbait stream with, uh, uh, san the old Coco Kuryu, the, the dragon one that, um, graduated. So san made her own VTuber model and... She does regular stuff on YouTube, whatever it is she does. But she did a collab with Project Melody on Chatterbait, and it was the most coomer shit I think I've ever seen. Ugh. And I and I like, you know, it's again with V Shoujo or almost any VTuber now, if they want to be popular, it's always ooh, ooh, hentai panties. You guys are being pee pee poo poo humor. Me and yeah, it, we were talking really with Cody is. about this. It's very like yeah. Sarah Silverbin fucking terrible sh potty humor. Yeah, we move from um, how how big vaginas used to be to uh, haha. Aren't I such an e girl? Ooh, ooh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my that's... God, the, the, the anime girls are literally like me. I also do nothing but masturbate and cry. <laughs> so I, like, too, oh. am a, a man of culture as they add it to their favorites list. God, but, like, I, it's, I, maybe it's, I just hate anime. Maybe I just hate, I don't know, weep shit entirely. I don't know. 
to bring it back to Giga's wife because that was a point of contention here. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, she's a coomer too. She like her whole personality is being a coomer, and this fucking psycho bitch admitted to God and everyone that she enjoys NTR cuck porn, that she enjoys the thought of getting raped uh, by people that are not her husband, and. The, like the more I f- like I hear about her, the more I'm just like this bitch is psycho. And also, I got curious one day. I forget her name on Twitter, but I typed in her ad and wedding or you know oh, marriage and cit- stuff. Citrus son- uh, Sonic Citrus or something like that. Uh huh. And she has so many tweets where she's just obsessed with getting married, like obsessed with getting married. Like she, all she wants to do is just get married, and. <laughs> She's obsessed with getting married, fantasizes about cuck porn, but also is extremely mad jealous to the point where there was like a, a quote unquote joke Gigak did in one of his videos. I can't remember which one it was, but he makes a joke about him like watching porn or like watching about girls dating or whatever. And there his his wife is in the back looking at him menacingly about to fucking cut, cut his dick off. And apparently when she's not watching anime, whatever, all she does is watch horror movies. She watches horror movies all the time, all day, every day, according to Gigguk. Another huge like, red flag. All she does like is... Patrick Starr just being like, wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> so, you know, like the red flag t- trend we've been seeing? Like, this is like everything I hear, every time he talks about his... It's, they're not even like married, they're engaged. I mean, they're, it's one of those like forever engagement kind of thing that's been going on. The more that he talks about his fiance, the more like red flags go up to me. Like what kind of person would want to be engaged with somebody that is clearly jealous, is a psychopath and admitted to the world that they want, they fantasize about them getting raped in their home by a, like a random fucking person coming in. And not fucking you. Like, who would, who would want to, like, put a fucking wedding ring on that? Who? I'm telling you. tubers, that's who. Thanks for playing. And all she does is talk about masturbating and watching horror movies. God, I don't want to look at her channel. It's, it's literally like. It's uh, her reviewing, <laughs> her reviewing, you know, whenever you go on J-List, they're like, oh, this is a gag gift. It's really just sex toys. It's her reviewing sex toys that she probably can't even use half the time. Yeah. Because you were, need a dick. She doesn't have a dick last time I checked. I It's it's weird. And then... Uh, was she just, like, dancing around with, like, fucking pocket pussies and Ona holes and shit? Yes! yes. Titty like, mouse pads? It, I mean, Giga was talking about this on the podcast where he was saying, oh, it's so prevalent whenever they move. He has to, like, they have to make double, triple sure, or else the movers will come in, and people who come in to, like, help them pack will just see dildos and, like, titties everywhere. And it's all her stuff. It's... I, I, uh, like this is this is like just in one the top row of six videos i went to a japanese adult toy factory i paid hentai artists to lewd me ranking every cursed item i have ever bought let's talk about drugs <laughs> so teaching, she uses, she's a druggie too teaching anime fans how to have sex and to oh. top it all off i showed my mom my most cursed hentai videos Oh Lord! That was on the top row, by the way. That's not even uh-huh. including the the next one, Fucking which was I went to. Generate. I'm saying yeah. that as a weeb. Look again. This is why I don't know. Anti-tubers are fucking terrible. Oh, that's a whole fucking other cursed. breed of cooming that I 
like and I, I'm pretty sure she like she's one of these people like her she's obsessed with getting married not because I don't think because there, there's plenty of times I've talked to men who are divorced where like they were like yeah my my wife wanted to get married because that just was her goal and then once she was married she realized how unhappy she was with our actual relationship and then she died divorced I've heard that so many times because women like these these women that are psychopath narcissists whatever you want to call it they just want a day dedicated to themselves like they just well, wanted they grew to be up watching disney and they just became obsessed with like the pomp and the circumstance of marriage and you know and having I... their prince ride with them off into the sunset oh look at this special day where all of my friends and family have gathered to worship me and that's all they've wanted in their entire life just to be yes. worshipped by people Yes, and I highly, I am getting, I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting very like that kind of vibes because Giga isn't a very good looking guy. Uh, she's talked about masturbating to cuck porn. So I think as soon as she gets her day, or maybe when she gets pregnant, you know, one of these big things are going to happen to her. She's going to realize, I don't actually like Gigguk. He's not that good looking. I have his money now, I have his YouTube clout. I could just leave. And Your man's I... gonna get progerited. That's what's gonna happen. It's exactly. Well, I mean, there were, I mean, if you think about it, that's what happened to Progerid too, because he was also a huge coomer, and he is also married to a fucking psychopath who wanted to do nothing. Like their marriage ended when she started being like, "I want a polyamorous relationship." And that's gonna happen to Gugguk. He's gonna be like, "You know what? We could just have a polyamorous relationship where I fuck whoever I want, but you can't." And as soon as Progerid started having feelings for. Holly Conrad. That's when God, it was, that was like such a weird era too. And they're both coomers too, because Pro Jared was a huge coomer because he fucking showed his dick all over his Tumblr, and his wife was a whore who wanted to fuck whoever. It's it's it literally... where it fucked up was because Jared had his whole thing going on with Holly, and that was fine with Heidi, as long as she had her like toy going on. But when that fell out, she came to Jared. And was like, okay, well, we got to end the polyamory thing. And Jared's like, why would I do that? I'm still getting it. Well, like, he, they're obviously, like, whenever there's polyamory, if I get to be polyamory, suggested by the woman, because it's always suggested by a woman 99% of the time. She's already fucked the guy she's talking about. She, she's already, like, trying to fuck other dudes while, like, being with you, right? Because she's, like, not satisfied it's with not your sex trying. life. If she suggests the polyamory, she's already tasted the forbidden fruit, and now <laughs> she's just trying to make sure that you're okay with it so uh -huh. she can yep. come out of the closet with it. Well, it's because, like... You've already needs... been cucked. <laughs> you well, have like already the... been cucked. She needs like some kind of like because that's your okay. So your your main hoe, which is your main dude, you know that's your that's your money bags right there. You can't lose your money bags. Can't lose that financial security right there. And so, but you know that that dick ain't shit. So she goes and finds some other dick, and then she's like, okay, I like this situation where I get to fuck some random guy who's probably a douchebag himself, but um, I get to have my money bag. So it's like you get to have your cake and eat it too, and that never works out. But as soon as Pro Jared started having feelings for another woman. You know, who was freshly divorced herself, which you could argue, like, she had some influence, like, the divorce from Holly and Ross was because she was already, like, friends with Jared for years, you know, <clears throat> I highly suspect. Um, but we didn't know they were, like, together together until that polyamorous relationship started happening. But as soon as Jared started getting feelings, and I'm telling you, he started sleeping with another woman and getting feelings with her, that's when Heidi lost her shit because she thought she lost her money bag. And pro Jared had money because he was like, 
making like a lot of YouTube views back before like the adpocalypse. So he was making bank and he was also a Nickelodeon star too. <laughs> so that's the thing is like you, you, you have people like Gigax's wife, who's a coomer, who's obsessed with cheating on him fictionally by masturbating the cuck porn, who's obsessed with getting married because she wants to be worshipped, who's obsessed with weird psychopath shit, like watching nothing but horror and porn and sometimes anime. So all this is going to concoct together when she gets her day, when she gets her wedding day, and maybe she wants to get pregnant too. So when all that happens, she's going to cheat on Gigguk. It's Duh. not if, it's when. When is she going to kick on, cheat on Gigguk? I don't know. But it's going to happen as soon as she gets her wedding day or gets well, pregnant have, or both. Have you thought about this, Spooky, that this is more romance than anything that's in DSP's actual real-life relationship? No, DSP does not come to my mind when I think of any tubers, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, listen, if you think about it, Cat is literally getting blacked by Tyrone or a Subaru guy. Um, but DSP is just in a room with Cat and then with his other cat probably somewhere. But he spends how much? I think you might know the numbers, Gator, more than I do. Like, he spent, like, easily six grand on WWE champions. Isn't that just, like... Oh, yeah, like... easily. Easily. He got $13,000 in October and it's all gone on a mobile game. Yeah, actually, his uh, they the uh, some some enterprising individuals apparently like leaked his financial information and he spent a shitload of his income on WWE champions. Like, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it was some hilarious number like, wow, really, bro? You are the whale. <laughs> yeah. And he made a comment today, which is this is the thing I'm going to like end it with. But he um, he was playing Guardians of the Galaxy today and a clip that is if you ever get it out of context, it sounds completely normal. He says, I spent all their money. I, I'd be pretty pissed. Like they're going to be mad when they find out. And then he also said something like because um, it was about the Gucci Xbox. That's what it was. He was like, um, who in the world would pay $10,000 to something that ugly? It's like, bro, look in your fucking chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was $8,000 right. on WWE champions. Yeah, there you Damn. go. And, and like a shitload of alcohol. All oh, yeah, total. Fucking big ups total wine. They made all their fucking money. They just need Phil to show up. And it's not like he can't go anywhere. I don't know. But yeah, at least they have a better relationship than Giguk and Sid Snap because at I, least uh, I think at least she'll cut his dick off. Him. Yeah, she's uh, that or cut his dick off. Uh, I'll do the cheating one first. And then if he objects, then she'll cut his dick off. I'll go with that one. Oh, Dimitri tweet here. Oh, yes. Dimitri said, I guess I have the opposite opinion of most. But personally, I'm glad when generic McPopular YouTube men say they don't like stuff I'm into because I'm less likely to see a shitty video on it or have their annoying ass fan bases swarm it in droves. I agree. Pretty sure I, I feel like that's one. that's pretty much what happened with the fucking mother's basement stuff. It's just like they tweet about these anime because see, like I'm, I'm the kind of guy like I like talking about anime that I'm watching on Twitter. Like I love Comey Can't Communicate. It's great. It's cute. It's this nice little, like, slice-of-life anime about, like, people with all these different problems. 
but did and it help you it? cope with your father's death? Uh, no, because my father's oh. still alive. In fact, he called me like three times while we've been recording this. Because today's football, <laughs> football day. Oh yeah, that was like the most out of pocket statement he's ever made. I I, I hate it, oh, my father. But yeah, like you said, it's you watch show. You say I'm watching show, and I really enjoy it. That's it. Well, and I'm like not a, watching it to like you know to cope with the inadequacies of human existence. Oh, it's just man. like no, this this anime. I like this anime. It's kind of cute, and it's entertaining and it's funny. And okay. so I watch. I watch show like the vampire dies in no time. Like that might not be some people's cup of tea, but I love it because it's funny and it's retarded, and it's retarded in a way that I like it. Uh huh. I mean, like I don't know. Like it was just. I, I watching an isekai anime to get over my father. I, I I guess I don't know who who am I to judge when I, people get over their fathership. But it was just it was just weird that this like waifu bay isekai anime is what caused him to implode. I don't know, but Gator did have a good reply though. <laughs> Me zero is an anime about a guy that gets transported to another world and tries to bang the first girl he meets and dies repeatedly because of it. I fail to see how that's the same thing as. Hey guys, my dad passed away. In fact, Subaru has a moment with his both his parents. Yes. Yeah, I got into it with this this absolute fucking retard. Oh yeah, they, I, they, my whole every thing was, tweet. Yeah, like every every tweet I I responded at, and I was just like, I was like, I fail to see how Mother's Basement can even make this claim unless he's trying to say that he wanted to fuck his dad. Because then I could see where he would like, oh my god, that's literally me to Subaru. But that's not what was going on. And this guy, like, continues. And eventually, I'm just like, the fact you can't tell the difference between an allegory for I'm becoming my own person and leaving the shadow of my parents behind, whom are healthy and happy, versus my daddy's dead, tells me you didn't have a healthy childhood. And boy, that set him off. Good but lord. Didn't he admit it to it, too? Like, he was like... Yeah, he pretty much admitted to it. He's just... <laughs> And he's like, believe it or not, media's not an exact science, and the first part is absolutely congruent with the idea Subaru's deeply affected by the fact that he will probably never see his family again. Fuck off. This sentence alone tells me he watches a lot of Andy Tuber. Oh, yeah, because oh, he used God. the word congruent, first of all. That's yeah. a pretty big said, word for someone like him. <laughs> and then I told him, I said, you should return by death to the beginning of your angry posts and make better choices next time. <laughs> oh my god, he's literally telling me to kill myself, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, so you're telling me to kill myself over anime? Great. I said, no, I'm telling you to delete your account instead of being mad online on behalf of Mother's Basement. <laughs> literally, I mean, everyone was. Everyone he literally was. replied to everybody. Everybody. I didn't even at this dude. I didn't even reply directly to um necro's tweet i think this necro retweeted me and this dude replied to literally everybody that was saying the opposite oh yeah and also <laughs> i posted an er uh the i posted the picture of er holding <laughs> i love it here it is here it is <laughs> god it, that's such a relic in time i got this is what actually got me blocked by mother's basement oh, is when, we, um, gotta, we gotta read the top of that we got okay we gotta read this from top to bottom in case somebody is, is just listening oh, <laughs> yeah. got, oh fuck a video i never made all right. <laughs> right so it's me it's me saying on my tweet looking forward to necro's video making fun of jeff right because i just screen capped it i was like i'm looking forward to it and then some fucking smug uh you know person who doesn't watch well it's a it's a bleach 
character, but it's somebody. It's Rukia. Who, yeah. It's Rukia, but it's somebody who clearly has a shit waifu and doesn't actually watch that much anime. And it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone who uh, has probably not much of a personality. And they said, here's the preview. And it's literally Thomas from uh, Tom, Tom and, and Jerry. Jerry. Shoving a gun in his face. Because it's, you know, it's hilarious. It's just like Tom and Jerry yeah. about to kill himself. He's saying, this is a preview of Necro's video. And then I said, here's the actual preview. And it's a picture of ER holding Mother's Basement decapitated head. <laughs> you know, it's it's such a funny picture because it set him off so bad that when I replied to him on my other account before it got yeeted into the sun, I was like, this is not an attempt on your fucking life, Jeff. Get over it. He blocked me. We're just laughing at funny maymays on the Internet. I know. Oh, man. Imagine having fun on the Internet. Can't be me. It's I mean, just like. Uh, it's such a great photo because it's so intentionally edgy. It's made specifically to trigger people like this to piss them off because they get easily offended. And then like they, they were like, oh, my God, this is like a death threat. How can you post this? This is this is the worst. And it's like because it's funny because it doesn't fucking matter. Me posting a picture of ER holding up like Mother's Basement's fucking corpse of a head doesn't fucking matter. It's so stupid. It's literally just made to piss people like this off who have no, who've never been in like a real, who don't have any real problem. If they get this offended over a fucking picture, this, this just tells me these people don't have any real issues in life and they have enough time to be bothered by an edgy photo. That's not even of them, by the way. No, it's not even you holding up Mother's Basement's photo. It's literally ER. It's literally just, <laughs> was this person a fan of ER? And it just, it's, just, oh, it's, it's perfect bait. It's, and it it's works every time. It literally works every time. I'll just never understand people getting angry on the internet on someone else's behalf. Like, I will always tell people, like, if somebody's like talking shit about me, I don't care. I think it's funny. Like, 99% of the time, it's really funny because that person's either just like super ass blasted at something I've said or, or someone. Most of the time, it's not even true, and they can't come up with like a decent argument against what you have to say. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just like, well, fuck him. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> that's, that's literally all these people have to do is just like ignore it or laugh at it. That's, that's the secret to the success. Just, Ignore That's how it. you have fun, yeah. Yeah, because, like, things don't have to be this fucking serious. You don't have to be like, oh my god, they're sending death threats to Mother's Basement, oh my god! <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, no, it's just a fucking shit post. That's what it is. Because ER has eviscerated Jeff in the past for having shit taste and being a retard. That's what, that's what it's meant to symbolize. People are having some fun on the internet at his expense. You don't have to play fucking Internet Defense Force for, for Jeff. He has a big channel. I think he'll be fine. Jeff does, probably doesn't even fucking care that the fact that Necro is just, like, making this video. He was just, like, trying to ratio Necro to make himself feel better to, I guess, to, like, pass boredom. Like, I don't think, I don't think the multimillionaire Jeff Thu, who, you know, is a socialist, by the way, um, fucking cares about somebody like Necro making a video on him. In fact, he probably gets excited over it. Because he's so narcissistic. Like this, Necro making his video on Jeff Thu will not affect his bank account. Of course and not, not even in the to, slightest. People need to realize your favorite, like your favorite fucking internet person, them getting shit on the internet, it's probably better for them in the long run because it gives them more clout. And that's it. 
Like, that's the true black pill of all this. Like, there's a reason why influencers always act problematic. It's because it gets some clout. It gets well, some look at fucking bad money. Look at Bad Bunny on Twitch releasing like that socialism <laughs> oh, thing the other day. God. It's all about like the attention that they get from negativity because you can get you way more attention from saying retarded shit. I mean, I was talking about the bread tube thing earlier where they'll uh -huh. go out and say something completely retarded and then like walk it back. But they get all of this attention on that initial post and they channel it into views on their channels and views on their videos and then a boost to them in the algorithm. That's all Bad Bunny was doing, was she was it, saying something completely retarded to get people. It was a bait post. It, it's not only that, but it's also like these people try and defend Senpai's honor of like their favorite fucking YouTuber. The most you are doing is not defending him is you guys are giving us some time to kill boredom by making fun of you guys. You guys are just giving us something to fucking laugh at. And that's the true. That's the true meaning of all this. You guys trying to defend Senpai's honor of like this huge like big fucking YouTuber, it doesn't make a difference between interacting with like smaller accounts like ours. Because the most we're doing is doing what we're doing right now. It's making fun of you and laughing at it. And retweeting anime <laughs> you, booba. You are, you guys are killing boredom. Like I, I mostly just browse Twitter to kill boredom at work. And that, that's what you're doing is you're, you're killing boredom. And you're not making, you're not helping or, you know, de-escalating de the situation at all. You guys trying to like defend Senpai's honor because Senpai doesn't care about you. Senpai doesn't care about some Samus Simp. He doesn't care about me posting ER holding up his dead corpse. Senpai doesn't care at all. Senpai cares about that money. He cares about that view. And us talking about him, he probably likes that right now. And that's the only thing that fucking matters to these people. That's why he like says dumbass things like he's a. He, he loves communism and socialism, even though he's a purely a fat cat capitalist. Like, these people are full of shit, and you guys are doing literally anything. Despite They're falling into us. the trap. They're falling into the trap it, for literally everyone. It's because guys like bait. Mother's Basement. Yeah, uh -huh. that's all it is. That's all it is. It's, it's all bait. The hooks are out there, and you're falling onto every single one of them. You know, mm. a wise philosopher once said, just don't. Just don't. You know, just if, don't. When you don't see somebody making bait. fun, when you see somebody making fun of your favorite YouTuber, just don't. Just don't. Or Ignore if you it. do, it doesn't if, matter. If well, if you like, if you do want to give it attention, at least have fun with it and like, you know, make make a joke out of it. Like, make a joke out of these people. Like, bully them. It it that's fine too. But like, you guys getting like actually like genuinely offended getting upset makes you look like a pussy like it, it makes it look like a pussy that you can't handle any kind of confrontation and it gives us something to laugh at so next time if you guys are if you guys are listening to this and you guys get seriously mad on the internet just think you're giving someone a chance to laugh at you yeah you're rolling those dice and you never know when when you're coming up snake eyes it's gonna be your turn to get uh shit on yeah Bro, like, what is cyberbullying? Just turn off your screen, bro. <laughs> Just, like, walk away, go outside, read a book. Just, <laughs> I think that's the best way of looking at it. If you guys get seriously offended and seriously mad, and you, like, you let that, like, that, that party you show on the internet, just imagine somebody laughing at you to your face. And then you'll stop. You'll stop very fast of, like, I can't, I can't engage, I can't. Just, and Speaking just of people be, like, being mad on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Oh no, was it the original T deleted? Oh no. So let me set let me set this up for people that are listening on the podcast. So 
a couple of days ago, Representative Paul Gosar posted a, it was a shit post, an Attack on Titan shit post video where someone had edited like, like Gosar as, as one of the heroes. I think he was, he was, uh, I can't remember which, which character, because they like switched him around a lot, but he was like Aaron in some scenes and, and some of the other characters in the others, but AOC was like one of the Titans and there was like members of the squad as the different Titans. And it was just, it was a shit post, right? It was just a funny little shit post. People have done stuff like this all the time, where they just edit, like, different people and characters' heads over the main cast and on the Titans and shit. And it was, it was completely harmless fun. Well, Twitter didn't see it that way. And just like these idiots that were, like, trying to say that, that Spooky's, like, ER shit post was a death threat, they were trying to say that Representative Gosar was making a death threat to AOC and the squad and all these people with his fucking Attack on Titan shit post. It got so bad that Twitter actually, like, shut down the tweet and made it so that you couldn't reply to it, you couldn't retweet it, you couldn't like it, you couldn't do anything. And it had this, like, really stupid and cringe notification that it was like, this tweet violated Twitter's rules on personal harassment and targeted harassment, but in the interest of public whatever, we're keeping this tweet up. And it was so fucking cringe. And everybody was, like, super mad about it. Like, oh, I can't believe a sitting congressman is issuing threats against another representative. And it's like it wasn't a fucking threat. It was a meme. It was a shit post. And these people get so personally offended. And, and, they, and the best part, the absolute best part, was the weebs, like these anti-tuber motherfuckers, getting into the comments and trying to argue about the real meaning of Attack on Titan. Oh, this is when we decide to gatekeep? Okay. Hey, something, something, socialist, something, something, fascism, I don't know. You could really just How put it into something, a something. How can a fascist Nazi retweet a thing that's <laughs> anti-fascist and Nazism? <laughs> 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 Hmm, have you learned your lesson? I'm sure you can just put it in any part of just whatever they're going to say. It's it's a hat. You could just pick from a hat. What's the thing that they're going to come up with? Fascism. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you're me. tweeting about Attack on Titan, but uh, don't you know Attack on Titan is anti-fascist? Hmm. Don't you know I'm the Lightbringer? Here to talk about fascism. Oh, you know what? It reminds me, uh, speaking of Attack on Titan, you know there's a video, Spooky, by Pedantic Romantic that is oh, God. the subtle sexuality of Attack on Titan. Oh, oh, of course that Coomer looks at oh, fucking no. Attack on Titan and thinks, oh, I can masturbate to that. <laughs> See, this is what these, like, weird, like, like, and that's another thing that's, like, really, like, it's it's so prevalent and we've talked about this multiple times in like the podcast about the huge degeneracy like in the anime community and like you have these figureheads that are just like they openly talk about like looking at a thing and just like how can I masturbate to this and I feel like this is that's another example of like how can I look at Attack on Titan these weird like mutant baby looking creatures that are giants and be like okay I can jerk off to that what what was their what was their point of contention uh, oh, in the know. pedantic video, I have no yeah. idea. Um, oh. It was something about like how um, 
the characters look and how they're drawn that makes them like supposed to be sexually attractive or something like that. I, I have no with, idea with their like literally non genitalia or anything like I, I really tried to like memory hole a lot of that video. <laughs> <laughs> they deleted their channel, too. No, it's it's up there. Is it still up? Yeah, I they deleted their whole channel. You know, I kind of wish it weren't here, but I'm just kidding. I think that uh, AntiTubers should keep their channels up. So I got something to laugh at. I don't want to yeah. type in pedantic romantic into YouTube. Oh, don't, I don't do want that. YouTube to think I'm gay. Um, <laughs> it might just turn you gay. <laughs> but no, this is like the fucking thing, man. It's just and I think that's been kind of like the overarching theme of this. This episode It's just like these fucking AntiTubers just they try to take meaning out of things that don't have meaning or they're just like fun and entertaining stuff and they're just like let me tell you why Harari Suzumiya is actually about the collapse of western society and it's like no not that serious bro yes it's not it's really not again a lot of them haven't seen anything before the year 2016 so when you bring up something like um i don't know what's an old show that people halfway watched you can bring up martian successor nadesco they don't know what that is i bet you they don't they probably don't i barely remember that that's a show i tried to memory hold yeah <laughs> yeah that's one i god i haven't seen that show in a long 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 time or like uh vandred there's one. Oh my god yo vandred was lit okay yeah like they haven't seen a lot of these shows um what's another one el hazard oh bring man. up el hazard by the way, I, I watched that recently, but it's also because it was inspired by the Sega Saturn game that came out in Japan. Right. God, like, good times. Like, ask one of them, ask one of them to like, like, what's the what's the plot? What's the story? What's the meaning of that? And they have no idea because they've never watched it. So they'll just like Google something and like look it up and be like, oh, it's actually uh, about it's an it's an isekai question mark. They don't even know about El Hazar, bro. I'm kind of happy that you brought that up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Luckily for me, I had some I had some really good friends that were able to get me the good shit. The real friends. Good shit. That's something any tubers will never have. Feels bad. Right. Man. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you know what? Spooky. I told you this once because uh, it was referring to what the what is that? Um, the, the people that he calls friends, they tolerate him at best. Yeah, they probably, probably wouldn't associate with them otherwise. They'd probably just be like, dude, you're weird. He but has again, like the most autistic cult I think I've ever seen. Like as soon as you give what the what a sleight of hand, he like blocks you and he's like, you're <laughs> done. Don't make friends with me. It's yeah, weird. He, he was weird about the um, what was that show? Uh, Ishizoku Reviewers. He was. Oh, really my God. Weird yes. About <laughs> yes. He, he got mad at Nuxtaku. Like, if you guys don't know, if you're listening to this, Nuxtaku, like, one of the things that blew him up was him encouraging all of his fans to give uh, Ichijoku Reviewers, which is essentially, like, it's etchy anime. It's boner no, it's, material. It's it's it's, you might as well it's, say it's porn. It's borderline basically porn. But, like, he, he was like, hey, people are getting mad at this anime for being misogynistic. And if you looked at Ichijoku Reviewers as misogynistic, whatever, then you're fucking you're stupid that's like saying every porn is misogynistic which i guess maybe it is to an extent but it's like it's it is what it is I and mean, you can't argue with something being bad if you know exactly what you're getting into if you're watching porn then you're it's gonna be like degrading for women because that's just the the subject of the nature like it, it is what it is and it's a fucking cartoon on top of it 
It literally also a is, lot of women like the degrading nature of it. Well, like it's made by a woman. The manga originally is made by a fucking woman, and that's another exactly. thing. It's it's so it's literally the stupidest fucking argument. But it's also what what happened was because these fucking tumblerinas were getting mad at it because we can't have any kind of sexual like women empowerment. We can have porn. We can have so much fucking porn in the anime community. But as soon as there's an anime about fucking pornography made originally made by a woman, then that's the issue. It's so stupid. But anyway, it, it is what it is. It's schlock. It's just pure fucking schlock. Schlock. So what Nushitaku did was like, okay, because people are getting so f- triggered over this, I'm going to encourage all my fr- my fans to give this 10 out of 10 reviews, right? On my anime list. Uh, literally an anime, an anime-centric website about rating your favorite anime that makes that doesn't matter, that's been around since like 2005, and it hasn't like updated since then. It literally... It does not matter. It's just people like anime fans being like, okay, this is where I catalog my anime. It, it has no meaning besides that. And nobody cared except for What the What. What the What made a whole ass video. And the whole point, of, I forget even what the oh, original theme was. Oh, the God, I remember. I, I'm what, getting what flashbacks it? now. What was the original? It wasn't about Ishijoku Revere specifically. It was about something. It was about like fanboys being like man babies or something. Was that the same one or um, is that a different one? Yeah, uh, that's a different one. That's about Sonic Pokemon and the stupidity of fan outrage video. But there was like, oh, it was like, it, it didn't have to do with Ishizoku reviewers. I th- wait, maybe it did. Maybe it was his reviews or something. It, it had to do with Ishizoku reviewers. But what it really got down to was, why would you not use your powers for good instead of some meme where so people that-, that got death threats for saying that uh, China, China is bad and Taiwan's a country or something like that. Yeah, this was like, during the Taiwanese protest. Yeah. And so he says... If you if you like Ishizoku reviewers and you and you went to go with this meme, then that means that you don't care about the lives of the Hong Kong protesters. That was it. <laughs> I remember now. God bless. That was he such wanted, an enigma. He wanted Nux Taku to to not make a shit post the internet and actually do something good for the protesters. I feel like Gator's shaking his head behind this. <laughs> He's not saying anything. He's, he no, I'm just remembering. <laughs> I'm just remembering that uh, I'll never forgive the Chinese for taking away Kiryu Koko. Yeah, I'll never forgive the Chinese. <laughs> fucking fucking Joseph Joestar's shaking his fist for her acknowledging uh, tai- Taiwan, Taiwan as its own country. Existence. Yeah, it's uh, but I mean that's the thing. It's it's because because Nextaku made a shit post about Ishijoku Revere's being number one in I anime list. What the what took that as serious and was thinking, why don't you consider the protest? Mind-blowingly yeah, stupid. They, well, it's because they can't actually take any real stands on anything. <laughs> That's pretty much why. No, he's not and even like, political at all. It, it was weird. It was No, what the whole thing was, I think it was just pure pettiness because what the what doesn't like Nakstaku's content. And so he, in Nakstaku is, um, and I think he still is like the number one anime YouTuber, even though he doesn't really talk about anime specifically. He just does like VTuber garbage um but because because next taku is top dog he has some moral fig about what next taku does because he doesn't like nux's content yeah if he liked nux's content then he wouldn't even say anything but because he doesn't that's what he has a problem with it's it's purely narcissism like it's 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 really like nothing but what the what doesn't like somebody 
and he's top dog, so he has to like be like, well, this is why it's a problem for me. So he has to release a diss track against Nuts Taku, basically. Not even that. But he, but he had to like cover up figure. and say, guys, it's just a joke. Are you please don't send death threats or harassment to him? That was his part in his video. Like I'm not even like exaggerating. Who the fuck's like, gonna watch what the what and send like a death threat to Nuts Taku? And why the fuck would he even care? It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I just. Next talk is too busy being a chubby Israeli man, okay? Did you guys know that? Next talk yeah, is a, I, I a he's but a short fat me. Israeli dude. Well he's like Jewish. I don't know if he's full on Israeli, but he's a he's Jewish. <laughs> it was he was on Anthony Padilla's like uh channel, uh getting interviewed or whatever, like I spend a day with whoever. And he spent the day with Nux Taku, and you can see like a, he's he's a little chubby Jewish guy. <laughs> it's like uh, that makes sense. <laughs> He sounds like it. Oh yeah, since anyway. I spent a day showing Anthony Padilla my cursed guide to something or another. Mm, well, he like this like it, it was weird because he's like Nux doesn't show his face right, and so but you know Court Pubson doesn't also show his face, but he did an IRL interview with Anthony Padilla, so I guess he was like, oh, I can get that Court Hudson crap. I just do an IRL meetup with him, but he again he doesn't show his face. But you can see like his lower half, and you can see he's like a short, fat Jewish guy. Oh yeah, here it is. Yeah. Let me bring this like, up on the screen so everybody can see it. Yeah, he he put his like VTuber avatar over the top of the head, but you can uh -huh. just kind of see him in like the the suit or whatever. I don't I don't get it. So did he have to like re-record his like his lines again so like he could send Padilla or Anthony the the his VTuber model? Or did he somehow like manage to sync up his V two remodel like with like an overlay of his face recording it and then send it over to him? It's weird. I don't know how he did it, but you can see he's a little, a little chubby, little chubby Jewish guy. <laughs> Look at his little baby Wearing hands. Slippers. Wearing slippers. <laughs> well, apparently that's just part of his rig. Is he wears slippers? But like, <laughs> but look at look at him like sized up against like Anthony. <laughs> that's a big a little, boy. A little heckin' chonker. <laughs> Chungus over here. <laughs> Nux Nux Chungus. <laughs> no, now I just want to see somebody Photoshop his like his avatar's head on top of Big Chungus and just like <laughs> reply. Just send that. Don't even comment like anything. Just send just the picture of Nux Taku Big Chungus just in his replies. You just see what he said. I want to see Nux Taku sit next to Dream. Who's the Who's the more the hecking chunker? <laughs> Put Dream, Nux Taku, and uh, who's the guy with like the super deep voice that turned out to look oh, like uh, your dislikes are gone? Oh no, is it to taking root finally? The dislike thing happening? Oh, oh, I see. The dislikes are gone. Oh yeah, the dislike is gone. Look at that. It, oh, oh wow, man. it's starting to spread. Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> no, it's scary. I'm just gonna dislike this video just out of just because fuck you. Out of spite. Out of spite for YouTube. Fuck you, YouTube. Take... That's what people should start doing now. Just don't even use the likes anymore. Just dislike every video, even the videos you like. It doesn't matter. Just break <laughs> YouTube's entire fucking system. I liked it whenever they announced it with the video. It got like mass disliked, and then they hid the dislikes almost like a day after they announced right. it. It was <laughs> yeah, pretty it was great. great. Yeah, it's uh. Anything else we need to discuss? We're like, what, almost two and a half hours into this? Almost. Yeah, the, the only thing I have really left is the uh, Jimmy NFTs. Fallon has officially killed all NFTs. I'm glad. I hate Jimmy Fallon. I, I don't know if you saw Necro, but we had uh, we had Cody on and he had like a whole tirade of him like uh, 
talking about, and I think that's something worth clipping, is him talking about like furries and NFTs. And as soon as like the Lindsay Lohan NFT came out, all these furry NFTs, like the apes and the lions, immediately came out. And now you got fucking Jimmy Fallon shilling out his NFT. I hate Jimmy Fallon. I think everybody hates Jimmy Fallon. I'm if telling you're not, you, like a normie. These these NFTs, these like monkey and lion NFTs, all this shit is it is it is money laundering. It is deep state money laundering. The mix of the like federal bureaucracy and enforcement agencies, all that stuff. Yeah, there's a bunch of fucking furry degenerates that are in the government, and I think I really am starting to wonder now if this NFT stuff isn't just them doing money laundering and political payoffs. Well, like if you, uh, I think there was a tweet. I, I I don't know where to find it. If where I saw somebody, actually, who was one of the runners of like talking about NFT, like one of the like co like Twitter people, he was saying, "Oh, this NFT is worth like a million dollars," and then he followed like the crypto wallet, and then it immediately disappeared. And so that that actual value of the NFT went to zero. So it was like a million dollars, and then it went to zero. I don't know exactly how that works. <laughs> But it was like suspiciously like this money was in this in this blockchain and then all of a sudden the value of it went to zero. Or there's also like um Logan Paul recently, he spent like what three hundred thousand dollars on this fucking JPEG, this PNG of like Bumblebee or something, and then it was only worth four thousand dollars. It's 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 literally a get rich quick scheme, is what it is. Yep. That's then, why the only NFT I will ever support is stone toss because it is the only set of nfts that will make the libs mad on twitter and reddit <laughs> it, it was funny like it, i i mean i don't know if independent artists want to like make their own nfts i'm actually way less bothered by that than like this right the here eight, the board jimmy eight. fallon's Lindsay lohan's that in you know J logan paul's that's where i go that, that's fucking suspicious right there that's weird um yeah, there's some weird shit going on behind that look look we all know nfts like this like this really ugly ape it's just it's just trying to pose as adoptables okay because the fur figs excuse me the fur figs have been doing adoptables for years man um there's this video yeah, by remember Izzy. neopets no it's neopets and there's also like they'll they'll draw um so like if you guys don't know what adoptables are adoptables are like these uh ocs they all kind of look similar but they have different patterns right so they have like the general shape of whatever artist is trying to make but they'll have like different patterns and they look a little bit different like they'll name one like muffin cakes and lollipop whatever and like look you can own muffin cakes and so they'll be like okay muffin cakes is 200 dollars to adopt and you may be thinking that's the most retarded shit i think i've ever heard like pay two hundred dollars for someone else's OC so you can use, but they it's literally this, and then like but these these furries were using these as like NFTs are right now. These adoptables had money attached to them, and there's one that there's a video made by Izzy, and I think she said there was like yeah, it's literally that. It's when literally a fucking that. Twitter account. It literally looks like it, does it not? Like the NFTs, like it's it's like you can adopt this original character. And they just have different, like, like they're wearing different Beckles, kinds of different, right? like I said. <laughs> different fur patterns. Yeah, that's it's literally the same thing as the NFTs. And Izzy, uh, who's a YouTuber, did like a video on, I believe she said it's like the world's most expensive, like adoptable. And it was like worth like $16,000. Like it was like insane. 
So these furries will literally spend money on fucking dumbass JPEGs of like not even their own customizable character. Because I understand that like investing in art, because like we've done that. We've invested in art for someone to draw for us and we reuse it for our own commercial purposes. But this is just so you can have like a, a PNG of like a literally copy and paste character with slightly different colors. It makes no fucking sense because you can't even use it for commercial purposes. You can just be like, I just own this copy and paste piece of media. It's not like you own physically physical copies of it. It's just like copy and paste. And I get it. Like I was, I was saying, like, it's literally just about the blockchain. It's literally just like the folder attached to the actual image. But it's so huge nowadays. And people get mad over like artists be like, oh, you're contributing to like the environment. And it's like, fuck you. You just using anything is contributing to like bad for the environment. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But when you have like big, big people like this, like Jimmy Fallon, it's not just like spending like $20 here, $200 here. It's like it's millions of dollars being spent all in one go. The government has no involvement with it. So you can't trace it going to who knows, God knows where. And that's where the weird part of it goes. Yeah, it's money laundering. It's it clear as day. And again, if, if independent artists want to like make a few cash like over here and there, I really don't care if they if they do it. It's just like it gets weird whenever like celebrities or multi-millions of dollars involved with a fucking JPEG. That's where it gets weird. I start to get suspicious because it's just yeah. like like Scientology, like my whole suspicions of Scientology. It's like, oh, man, all these. All these really famous celebrities are getting in on it. There must be like some sort of like multi-level marketing scheme going on. And guess what? There was. Yeah, there is. Like you have to pay to get enter and you have to pay millions, thousands of thousands of dollars in order to advance, to level up, I guess you want to say, into this like cult. And there's a lot of like the cults well connected, like to, you know, political and like celebrity types. And it's I mean, that's what it is. Like there is. Something weird going on with these NFTs that we probably won't know about until like 20 years from now. Because if you guys don't think there's some kind of investigation going on by the FBI or someone like that, or I guarantee you there's an investigation going on. With or they're this. in on it. I mean, or they're the in option. on it. This is all maybe this is just a giant psyop too. Like, because <laughs> it it just like it feels wrong. It like it literally no one no one looks at MFT and like looks at the shitty monkey drawing and be like, okay, that makes sense why that's worth like several hundred thousand dollars. It feels wrong, and it if something feels wrong, then it probably is. If if everyone collectively is saying this feels wrong across the world, then there's something weird going on right here. Yeah, I'm, I just look at I look at what's going on. And I just feel like the, the, the I'm channeling Alex Jones, and I just want to talk about the evil globalist conspiracy. They're getting together at the Bilderbergers, and they're worshiping the NFTs at the altar of Moloch. You know, I'm just, I, I can feel it. I can feel it, the channel and the power. I mean, if you guys watch um, CoffeeZilla's and Mudahar's like, little mini-series they had about talking about influencers that are involved with it, it, it gets, it's pretty dark, and it's so intertwined with all these people that are already like they already own businesses about making quick money they already got involved with the blockchain and all these like crypto shits these little shit coins and now they moved on to nfts and that's just like influencers living in fucking la like taking selfies on instagram now you have jimmy fallon now you got Lindsay lohan and jimmy fallon's the worst though single-handedly like he's the one that can make everything as unpopular as all hell and i think it'll die here a little bit but not after, not until Stone Toss gets his. 
And again, I don't have a problem with like independent artists getting it. It's just like these weird celebrities and shit. It's 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 so it, there's a lot of I, there's a a lot of shit going on behind the scenes that we probably have no idea what's going on. That's probably intertwined because again, like if Coffeezilla and Mudaha were able to figure out the blockchain between like these these little like influencers that no one really cares about that happen to have like a hundred thousand subscribers, uh, how much how much deeper is it with like actual celebrities? people from politics uh you know that are getting involved because or you know maybe there's world leaders in china getting involved too like there's it's somehow always goes back to china like there's there's there is a political involvement with these nfts um that we don't we probably won't know about until like you know 20 40 years from now the full extent of it because it feels wrong it feels it feels not right <laughs> and i think cody was on to something about suspiciously wealthy furries too because he's all, I think so. all weird furry OCs. Because again, like I was saying, furries were doing this adoptable shit way before NFTs were a thing. Way before it. But because they were using tangible money, like you can find and you can trace, no one said anything. But now you're using crypto, and now people are like weirded out by it. And it's not just like $200 there, $1,000 there. It's millions of dollars being transferred back and forth on the daily through crypto, through NFTs. Being dumped into these uh, tumble wallets that the whole point is to make it so that you can't trace it. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 a- it's fucking bizarre. It, like, there's, there has to be some, like, wacky money laundering, some, like, criminal shit going on there because it's like, it's a picture of a fucking monkey. Why is it, like, a million dollars? Why are you using Bitcoin tumbling wallets to, like, hide where the transactions are going? Like, what the fuck is going uh-huh. on? I just feel my, like, like inner investigative reporter coming out. I'm just like, <laughs> it makes you a little, like, a real uh, story. Your little satellite in, the, like, the bottom of your head go, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> right? <laughs> my sus meter is off the charts right now. I gotta hit the button. Amogus. Uh-huh. All right. Do we have uh, anything else we have to say? I think we... that I think we pretty much exhausted all of the the topics we talked about. Mother's basement talked about NFTs. We talked about people being mad on the internet eternally. It's mm-hmm. been a fun episode. I want to thank Necro Thirteen. Just listen. I'm just trying to have fun on the internet. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much why we do the podcast. We we like to pick a night, kick back, laugh at retards on the internet, laugh at goofy internet shit, and talk about anime and weeb shit like wow and the good old days. being ableist can't wait to put this in my google doc for spooky probably <laughs> for the spooky hit piece that's coming out you know. that's right oh no, i i would love it i'll watch it i'll uh, bring my boys over we'll have some spruit with some brewskis and we'll, we'll point and laugh why don't you make the video? You're making a video right now, so you better finish editing that little I am forehead. five minutes into this two-hour-long video. It is, <laughs> it's harder than it looks, okay? I was like, oh my god, this is awful. You know what? I have, like, one last thing. It's a small story. Anti-tubers got really mad that I said that what they do is easy because all they do is take clips from anime and put it in the video, and then they just talk over it. They got really mad at that. Well, Necro, how good is your editing? I said, I said, bro, I know that my shit is easy to make. I just slap PNGs on the fucking timeline. There's no shame. It was just they got mad at that for some reason. I mean, that's how you do it, really. That, the best shit posts are the simplest shit posts. All right. Well, this has been a fun episode. Uh, glad to have you, Necro13. Go ahead and uh, shill your stuff. Uh, I'm mostly on YouTube. 
uh, also on Twitter for God knows how long. And um, if you watch me on YouTube, then every week, this is a new thing that I started doing recently, is I have what I call free talk, where I do just sitting and chatting, um, just a just chatting stream, essentially. But it's where I drink most of the time anyways. And uh, by the way, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's it's Necro 13, but it's with L's instead of I's. There's three L's because those are the only three L's I took were on Twitter.com. Um, so we replaced <laughs> replaced the I's with L's. Also, that one is banned. So I noticed mm-hmm. that. I was like trying to find the account to follow and I was like, oh, wait a minute. And then yeah, I figured I had it to out. be lucrative with it. I had to use L's. Three L's I took was all three accounts that got suspended. But yeah, that's about it. That's all I do is I free, free talk where I drink on stream on the weekends and occasionally I make videos, but all of it's on YouTube. We're going the YouTube route. Yeah, and I'm going to be looking forward greatly to that uh, Mother's Basement video that's going to be coming out that you know he's going to watch and get real mad about. All five seconds of it. Um, yeah, I'll, it's really not that long. <laughs> also want to thank Spooky Weep Trash. You can find her at YouTube.com slash Spooky Weep Trash where right now she is working on the Gamergate documentary and trying to download video. I killed myself. (laughs) (laughs) Try to edit Uh, this fucking video. Just use 4K video downloader. That's what I use. 4K video downloader? Yeah, like Richard of Utech uses it. I use it. I'm pretty sure. 4K video downloader. Oh, is it 4K video downloader.ensoftnet.com? I got to look at that. Uh, you can yeah, you can send make it sure to she's me. not going to download a virus or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, maybe she won't. She, at least she can't spill water on this one. Um, you know. <laughs> Fuck <She's>... up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did I invite you to my podcast and you roast me like this? Yes. Fuck her. She spilled water on the computer that she had just bought for me. She's like, oh, okay. Spills water. I didn't know my cup had a hole in it. No, it was, uh, I didn't know, like, the computer had, like, a hole in the top and it spilled water. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, good night, everybody. Thank you for coming on our podcast. Appreciate it. (laughs) Good night, everybody. You can find us. AnimeBoomers.live. Take you to anchor.fm slash AnimeBoomers. YouTube.com slash TheGatorGamer, which you can access from GatorTime.live. And visit the Patreon if you want to watch us record these episodes or YouTube memberships. You can go to patreon.com slash the gator gamer or youtube.com slash the gator gamer slash join and you can watch us record these lives watch bonus content anyway we will see you guys next time